you are gathered at the old church for the night. Uh, that's where, you know, that's where y'all are staying. Um, but you don't, none of you are really sleeping comfortably, I would say. Unless you are, you're welcome to tell me otherwise. Um, but I'm gonna guess because of the pews, uh, on top of hardwood floors, there isn't a lot of comfortability. <laughs> and the fact that the majority of us are demons. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, like... <laughs> Because here's the thing, it's an abandoned church, so I, I'm sure being in one, it, it just feels like it's like 90 degrees in there. It's like, damn, it's kind of hot in here. It's humid for demons only. Um, but anyway, so y'all uh, y'all are chilling to the best of your ability, I guess. Um, and uh, I would imagine many of you are not... Maybe some of y'all are sound asleep, but some of you definitely will be, because plot things are going to happen tonight. Uh, so... Uh, first off, uh, Asa, how are you sleeping right now? Uh, comfortably, maybe? Gotcha. Okay, cool. So, uh, just, can you, uh, just do us a favor and describe how you're, how you're set up for the night? Uh, so I'm just, like, curled up on a pew and just, like, snoring. Nice. <laughs> That's good. Worry, <laughs> I, I, I like, I, I like just being curled up on a pew. Uh, so, I will say... <laughs> Yeah, quick. extra awesome. long bench. <laughs> <laughs> long bench. <laughs> um, um, Asa, uh, all, j- all, all kidding aside, you wake up in the middle of the night. Um, or I guess maybe like 2 or 3 a.m. It probably isn't actually midnight. That would be too convenient. But around 2 or 3 a.m., you wake up. And you remember something uh, that I think you've been trying to keep in the back of your mind for quite some time. But, um, you wake up to the sight of a cow. Just for a second. Uh, like, you're- uh, I don't know if you were dreaming, uh, or not. I mean, I guess I guess I would know, because I created this universe that we all inhabit. But, um, I'm gonna say I don't know whether you were or weren't dreaming. But, um, regardless, uh, you saw just a very brief image of a cow just looking directly at you. And then you woke up. Um, and you don't really know what to make of that. Uh, but- what I will say is that, for some reason, it makes you think of something, something very strange, um, and something that, again, you've been trying to forget. Uh, but you realize that you got that ring quite a while ago. The, about two months ago, in the fight with the worm, you, uh, you got the ring that would allow you to make everyone forget your mistake that you made a long time ago. And you still haven't put it on. Huh. Yeah, take out the ring and just like hold it and like look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I think about putting it on. Do you put it on? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so you you have this small golden band in your hand, and you look at the kind of the top of the ring. Um, I, I mean, circles don't have tops, but you you get what I mean. Um, and you see there is that like kind of like strange little like engraved like cow head at the top uh it's like they took a ruby they cut it in half and then or maybe sorry they took a ruby they carved it in the shape of like uh, a cow's head and then they cut that in half and that's kind of what the the top of the ring is um and as you slip it onto your finger you feel this very strange sensation um and when you, like, it doesn't feel like you've moved around at all, um, but it's gotten a lot brighter in the room that you're in, um, and the 
you can hear the sound of like a waterfall nearby. The sound of the fire pit uh, is no longer crackling. Um, everything about the climate and the atmosphere that you uh, were in before has completely changed. Uh, nothing seems the same. Instead, however, um, when you kind of sit up a little bit to examine your surroundings, you uh, are in your same clothes. You're still sitting in that one pew, uh, but the rest of the pews in that in the room aren't there, and so is the rest of the room. Uh, it, it is also not there. Um, and instead, you are st sitting, I guess, um, on top of a pew uh, which rests um, above this large platform made of different, uh, perfectly cut uh, uh, square stones uh, that just kind of like line the ground below you um and below that from what you can tell is just the sky uh you are just standing here looking around you uh there are bright blue uh it, it, the sky is bright blue around you and there's these huge beautiful like fluffy clouds uh just kind of like meters away from uh, the edge of this uh strange space that you're in uh as you appear to be just perfectly suspended uh on this like weird plateau uh just in the air um, like miles and miles uh, above, um, like definitely the ground, but possibly even like the atmosphere kind of thing. Like you are just like extremely high up, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, and there doesn't seem to be anyone around you, um, except, however, uh, for just a regular ass goddamn cow, uh, which sits in the middle uh, of this platform. Uh, and it is eating something. It is grazing upon this long series of, like, golden threads. Uh, just kind of, uh, well, it's just kind of hanging out of its mouth. It looked like it was grazing, but right now it isn't. Right now it's just holding these threads in its mouth. Um, and that is what you see. Uh, so what would you like to do? Can I walk over to it? Absolutely. Uh, so as you, you kind of walk over to uh, where the cow is, you can uh, feel like the, or I guess you can hear uh, the sounds of your shoes, like kind of like clacking against these stone tiles as they kind of, not, not really jolt or anything like that, but they slowly kind of uh, lower as you place your feet on them, as your weight kind of like pushes them down a little bit as you walk. It's, it's a little bit of a bouncy uh, walk over there, but it's nothing, it's nothing that would like knock you down or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so you walk over and you get closer, uh, and the first thing you notice uh, is that this cow seems to be wearing this very elaborate, ornate, like, golden headdress on the top of their, you know, head. Um, uh, but everything else about them, yeah, it just looks like a, a very average cow, like, even it's, like, white with big black spots and stuff like that. It is, like, uh, the, the, um, like google images cow basically uh and you're just yeah so you just see this cow um and it has these like long glistening strands of this like golden it, it's almost like golden hair i will say it's not hair because that sounds disgusting uh but it is like that kind of like very thin like um i don't know like weaves braids i don't know they're not i don't know it's hard to <laughs> threads they're threads we'll say that <laughs> she's just eating weaves no i i was thinking like woven things not like whole uh, weaves definition of wig. <laughs> yeah yeah she's just eating a wig my guy uh no um no she's she's just like holding these like uh strings in her mouth kind of but there's like somehow like millions of them even though they're very small uh but yeah so you walk over to her um and what do you do now can i try to pet the cow Absolutely. Uh, as soon as you uh, bring your hand over to her, she just says, stop that immediately. 
not put your hands on me, human. Sorry. It's all right. But if you try it again, uh, well, I won't do anything. But I would just really like for you to not. I am non-combative. <sighs> well, it's been. Oh, one second. I gotta let my dog out. I'll be right back. <laughs> I thought you were talking as the cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a cow keeping a pet dog <laughs> is like my new favorite thing. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. Hi. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Dogs. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the this this cow before you um, is just like it has been quite some time since I've had visitors about let's say well i guess not that long like 40 50 years ago and before that though it was like thousands so you can understand i'm pretty used to waiting a long time for things anyway i suppose you hear about fate or something right oh yeah nice nice so i don't Look, we have, or I say we, it's only me now. Any, I, okay, I should introduce myself first, probably. Um, hi, I am Hathor. I am the, uh, currently, I suppose, I am the goddess of time and fate. Um, I used to just be, like, related to the goddess and gods of time and fate. There used to be a lot of us. Now it's just kind of me. This is all that's left of our sanctuary. Um, uh, but anyway, are you are you familiar with Frigg? Sort of. Not that much. Okay, okay, yeah. No problem. Um, well, anyway, um, before the uh, war between heaven and hell, um, she uh, was in charge of weaving and controlling the fates. Uh, she, she wove out the entire tapestry of the timeline that we exist on. Um, and then she died in that war. Uh, so she wasn't able to leave anymore. Um, so basically, uh, what that means is at some point the world will end, which sucks, but I, it, it, I guess that was going to happen eventually. Um, so anyway, uh, or, or I, well, okay. The world will either end or time will just stop at some point because no one's able to make any more, um, the Norns, who are the witches that used to watch over this thread, they're gone too. So, really, it's just me left. Um, and my job, uh, <clears throat> sorry, was and has been to graze on time and fate. So this, the, see this, this golden thing in my mouth? That is, yeah, yeah that's the entire, uh, that, that, that is the uh, history and future of the entire world. And the moment that I continue to graze, uh, time will, you know, continue again. Right now, I have frozen it so that we can have our little chat. Um, but basically, I see you bear my shears, my ring, uh, which means you can not really remove anything or from fate. It's already happened. But uh, you can remove something or add something uh, to uh, people's perception of time, basically. Um, and I am neutral, and I will try not to judge uh, whatever the hell you want forgotten or included into your life's uh, history. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, 
that's that's basically the deal, I suppose. Um, and if you would like anything forgotten or you know added to your, uh, I, I'd imagine grand adventures and biography, then I'm I'm sure we can figure something out. How does that sound? Yeah. Yeah, well, you sure do sound awful excited about all of this and the crazy possibilities that could happen with this uh, potentially world-ending or saving power. Uh, so tell me, child, what what do you what do you wish? I want to go back home. Okay. Well, okay. We're, we're gonna have to get more specific because. As far as I know, for getting back home, you know, you can take a bus. There isn't really a god for that, but I'm sure there's a bus around that you could get on. So, why is it that you can't return home? Exactly. Um, well, when I used to live there, uh, I kind of got into a fight with some people, and... Yes. One of my friends got killed because of oh, me. Oh, I see. Um, so, you know, I, I don't have the power to bring anyone back, right? I cannot change fate. I can only make people forget about it. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I, guess, I guess what I want to ask is, do you want me to make everyone forget about this person who died? Do you want me to make everyone remember that you saved them or to make everyone think that they're alive or I don't know uh, just you know craft the narrative for me help me out I don't know if I want people to forget them really mm, I see but I guess I would like people to remember that it wasn't really me that killed them gotcha Okay, so here, I think I can do one of two things. I can make everyone remember that you tried to succeed in saving them, but ultimately failed. Um, and some people might still blame you for their death. Um, and some people might consider you a murderer still, but at least there will be, you know, nuance to the conversation. Um, however... Another thing, it might be a little simpler, uh, well, it, it'll, it'll make, it could be more complicated for you, but it'll be simpler for me. So I, I want to suggest it. Um, I could make you forget, or sorry, let me reword that. I could make everyone else forget that you ever existed. It won't mean that you don't exist, of course, you clearly do. Um, and no one could take that away from you. Um, but I will say that every, I could just make everyone forget every wrongdoing you've ever done. And that way, everyone would just, you know, beat you. You'd get a fresh start and you could just prove to be completely perfect. And that's not really an opportunity that a lot of people get. God, if I got this opportunity, I would fuck it up the second I went back. If I did <laughs> well, child, what do you, that, that's what the ethereal voice uh, just said, coming from nowhere, but what about you? 
What do you think? I think I'd, I'd like to go with the second option. The second option. So, you would like a clean slate? Yeah. Alright. Uh, so... I, I suppose I don't have to do it this way, but it just seems it, like it would be a little bit more fun, you know, a little bit, little, little extra. Um, go ahead uh, here. Uh, I will do some, some, some quick. Uh, fuck. I know I'm a wizard, but I don't actually know the the word for the the magic that allows you to find things. I know that's, you know, I look. I'm busy. <laughs> all right. I know I'm a god, but we have our own things. I, you know, write poetry in my spare time. I don't have time to you know, study up on magic terminology. Um, but anyway, um, I'm going to just concentrate and focus my magic and define things something. Uh, one moment. Um, and you see, uh, she's a cow, so she can't really do this. Uh, but you can tell she would, if she had, like, opposable, like, hands and thumbs, she would definitely be, like, uh, pinching the bridge of her nose if she could, or touching her temple or doing something. Uh, but instead she's a cow, so she kind of just makes the face that every cow makes at all times, because they don't do expressions. Uh, and she just kind of looks forward, and, uh, there's the few seconds of silence, and then, very briefly, you just hear a <laughs> toot, uh, that, uh, goes out behind her, and suddenly, uh, from these threads that are in her mouth, uh, there is just a bright blue streak that goes through one of them completely. Um, and it just, like, courses through the entire, uh, um, like, wave of, uh, of threads. Uh, just one of these threads just kind of glows a bright blue, and you see it gets, um, a, a little more than over halfway, uh, past, uh, where, where it kind of falls off the edge, because uh, you, you saw, you probably saw this earlier, these, uh, these long threads, they just kind of, like, uh, go off for a distance, and then they just kind of fall off the, uh, um, the huge, like, the, 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 the plateau that they're on, uh, if that makes sense. So, like, they're kind of like a waterfall, but, you know, they're not falling. Uh, they're just kind of there dangling. I guess it would be more like a rope off of the edge of a cliff kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, you see that, um, and you see your, uh, or this blue thread kind of gets about halfway there and then cuts off. Um, and, uh, she just, she looks at you and is like, all right, you see that blue thread? Uh, that is you. That is everything, uh, that you, uh, will and have ever done, um, so far, um, in, in your life. The, so, uh, the, the, I mean, the part that's in my mouth and the part that's in my digestive system, you know, that is your past, but everything else, uh, in front of me, that's your whole future. Um, so... This, okay, actually, this part, now that I think about it, would be kind of gross. If you don't want to do it, I can do it, but I want to give you the option. Uh, but if you just want to take your this thread right here, this blue thread, um, and just kind of pull that out of my mouth like a magician with that colorful bandana trick, if you, if you just want to do that, pull it out until, it, until you know, the thread is gone, uh, then we'll have everything we need uh, for the ritual to commence. How, how does that sound? Uh, sure. All right. Excellent. Um, so yeah, just kind of, uh, you know, grip it and rip it. Just keep pulling it uh, for a while. Uh, luckily, I am not, you know, I'm ethereal. I'm not a real cow. It's not going to get, like, spitty or whatever. But, you know, it is a strange image, I understand. So anyway, yes, if you just start just yanking that motherfucker out, that would be, that would be an excellent start. 
<laughs> do you do it? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so yeah, you just start, like, you pick up this string uh, from the ground, and you just kind of start pulling it. Um, and it's just kind of like you're flossing a cow with one just continuous uh, floss. Uh, and yeah, you're just kind of, like, pulling this thread out. Um, and honestly, you pull out for, like, a salt, or you pull this thread out, <laughs> Jesus Christ, for, <laughs> like, a solid five or six minutes, um, uh, until uh, it fully comes out of this cow's mouth. Um, and then, uh, towards the bottom of it, uh, or, or towards the end of the thread, uh, you realize what you're holding in your hands is your entire history. Um... And what, uh, the, the part that's still kind of in her mouth, that is your present. And everything in front of that is, of course, the future. Uh, and so right now you are holding your entire past in your hands. Um, and she looks at you and it's like, yeah, this is pretty crazy, right? Um, so here's the thing. Um, basically, what I want you to do, uh, if, if you are still, you know, doing this, uh, is if you could bring that ring... Uh, uh, onto uh, that that you're wearing. Um, if you could just bring that ring to my like my mouth, basically, and just cut off uh, the exact point that's you know that that part that's still hanging in my mouth. Just cut off what you're holding from that, and then your future, you know, will still stay the same, and everyone will know it's know it's happening there. Uh, but then your entire past that'll be uh, forgotten. So, how does that sound? Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, just go ahead, you know, snip snip, I guess. Uh, take care of that. Um, so do you do it? Because I, I can narrate what happens if you uh, would like me to. Yeah. Okay, dope. Uh, so you bring your hand uh, to this cow's mouth. Um, I would say um, in in the the world that we live in right now, it's not sanitary to put your hand near a cow's mouth um, or even partially inside of a cow's mouth, but you do it anyway. Um, and as you do this, um, you feel the ring that you're wearing, the closer it gets to this thread, just kind of the cow's head that's like split uh, just starts to like rapidly flutter and like clap together, uh, the two halves of it. Um, kind of like just a, like an electric razor almost. Um, and as you bring it, uh, bring this ring to the thread, it kind of automatically, uh, pulls itself to where it needs to be. And, uh, kind of in an instant, like not ceremoniously, not with any sentiment, uh, just kind of cuts this thread, uh, before you. Um, and then it, that thread just kind of falls to the ground, uh, or the one end falls to the ground, the other end is in your hand, uh, and you hold your entire past. Uh, but not for too long, because very soon, uh, the cow's head on the, the ring, not in real life, um, is just, like, you look at it, and the, the, the split down the middle of it has completely sealed, and it is just a solid cow, and then it starts, like, Tim Burton-style, like, comes to life, and, like, it, it, honestly, it kind of does look like a stop-motion, like, clay, clay cow head now, um, because it's just chomping down on this thread, like, viciously, uh, kind of like you're feeding tickets into a Chuck E. Cheese machine, uh, as it just, like, kind of consumes this entire thread that's in your hand, uh, as your past slowly begins to, uh, or I guess quickly begins to, uh, just get erased, and it kind of just disappears. So, 
you uh, are just kind of pay witness to uh, your entire past uh, disappearing uh, everywhere. Um, and uh, Hathor uh, looks at you, uh, well, kind of looks at you. Cows don't really do that again. Uh, sh she uh, faces her head to kind of the side of you because she is a, I guess, she, yeah, she's not a carnivore, so she, does, she has eyes, eyes on the side of her head, not the front of it. Um, and she looks at you, and she's like, All right, well, um, I guess I should, uh, you know, give you a breakdown of the rules. Uh, basically, uh, you can kind of never take this ring off. Um, so, I, I guess I probably should have said that beforehand. Uh, but, I mean, it looks great. It, it looks super good on you. So, you know, don't, don't worry about that. Uh, but basically... Uh, as long as this ring is on your finger, uh, you will, um, like, no one will remember anything that happened, uh, to you, uh, before the moment that you put that ring on. Uh, but the moment you take it off, um, everyone in the entire world will remember everything about you. Does that make sense? So, you know, l l let's say you've met ten people and there's a hundred people on Earth, right? So... Mm -hmm. Those ten people have a version of you in their heads. Uh, like, maybe you spent one year with five of the people, and you spent two years with uh, ten of the people. Well, so those five people, right, have a version of you that's different from the other five people, because you've known one longer than the other, and they, um, they have seen you grow and change more than uh, the others. Uh, but the other ten uh, do not know you at all. Uh, so... What, what this what this effect does, uh, wearing the ring, uh, it made everyone in the entire world forget you. Uh, and most people won't notice that change because you haven't met everyone. Uh, in this case, the, like the other ten people in the example, uh, they will not feel or notice anything. But um, the other uh, ten people will start to have gaps in their memory. Uh, and that includes uh, those who don't know you very well. That includes everyone who does know you very well. Uh, they will just kind of not know who you are. So I would say if you want to meet anyone specific or if you, you know, want to continue to have a relationship with anyone in your life, uh, just get ready to kind of reintroduce yourself. Uh, but other than that, um, uh, like many people who have taken this deal, um, or it's not really a deal, it's more of a freebie. I'm just kind of giving you something. Uh, it, for, for those who have taken this boon, that is a fantasy way of saying gift. Um, they kind of don't mind that. And I'm guessing you are probably among the same kind of vibe uh, that um, doesn't want to be remembered. So I'm sure, uh, you know, it's not really that bad. But I am just letting you know, if you take the ring off, everyone will remember you, including the people you haven't met. So, um, b basically... It'll be kind of like, you know, okay, do you know when you kind of, when you see, like, uh, like, a baby pictures or something, and you're like, wow, that's me as a baby, and I never really seen that before, because I've never seen myself as a baby or don't remember it? It'll kind of be like that if you take off the ring, but everyone will see your baby pictures. Does that make sense? And also, every single thing you've ever done, kind of in one instant. It's pretty terrifying, so just don't take off the ring, do us all a favor. Um, or I guess do yourself a favor, I will be unaffected. And, um, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, do you have any questions, any concerns, cries of outrage? Not really. 
Are you sure? Because we are in the sky. It is a great place to have a cry of outrage. <laughs> just, you know, just let, let it out, sister. You know, or child, whatever. You know. <laughs> Alright, well, this certainly has been, uh, you know, I, I love the company. Uh, so, also, at some point, if possible, um, if I find a book publisher up here, you know, I hope you will buy my book coming out uh, in the next um, couple hundred years. It is a full tome of poetry. I'm working on that. Uh, so, you know, stay tuned, I guess. But uh, anyway, that's that's all I have to say. Uh, if you... I, I guess, you know... You know, honestly, I there isn't really a... Okay, you know what? I, I don't know how you get back, to be quite <laughs> honest. Um... I don't really remember. Uh, so you showed up on that pew. I I think maybe if you just got back on that pew and did your best to go to sleep, I think you'd probably disappear. So I think that would be a good idea if you just want to get back on that pew so you can leave and I can get back to chewing on string. Okay. All right, great. Well, I'll see you later. It has been a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, so you just kind of walk away, uh, just kind of like looking at her. She's looking at you. You sit on this, uh, this, uh, this bench. You like lie down. You're still looking at her. She's still looking at you. You do this for probably a good couple minutes until you kind of just turn around. Um, and the moment you face away, uh, you are facing the, the back of the pew and, um, the atmosphere changes, just completely shifts again. Uh, you are wearing the ring now. Um, and you, uh, hear that crackle again. It, it fades in here. Um, and you, you can hear the crackle of the flames, uh, from the church before. And, uh, the, it, it, it grows kind of musty in the, excuse me, in the room. Um, and you realize, like, oh, hey, I'm back at that church. You see something? Grin! Denny's is hiring. Job alert. Park service 76203. Thank you. Uh, anyway, Denny's is hiring. So, uh, no anyway. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, I wish Homeboy Hooters was a thing. I would be mm -hmm. like guaranteed a job. <laughs> that would be great. I would go. I would Sorry, carry it. on. <laughs> no worries. Okay, real quick, actually. Just, let's take it. Take a brief second. Um, what 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 archetype restaurant do you wish existed? Bistro and Brahms. <laughs> Wait, would we work at or would we go? To? Or that they that just that you wish existed, whether you work at it or not. Temple Oh yeah, I also would agree that they should probably have orange skirts too. Oh, oh hell skirts. yeah! I like Fembo Friends Hooters Cafe. Good. What'd you say? It's like it's like cat cafe. Only instead of getting cats to pet, you get really sociable, nice, understanding people to talk to. Oh, that's a dream. He's good. I still like um, MTF TGI Fridays. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I would work there one hundred percent. But I'd most likely, I most want to go to Goth IHOP. I think big fan of that. Valid, anyway. valid. That is not anything oh, to do with. Oh, God, I have. 
Wish I worked at Fatboy Hooters. Oh man, I'm sorry. Y'all, I would have regulars. I'm telling you now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would agree. You probably would. I I gotta find a way to incorporate Fatboy Hooters into the game, but I don't know. Uh, I I want. Here's the thing. I want to. I just don't know if I have time in this arc. And then by the next arc, will it still be good? I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, anyway, the big well, thing is, I would be mad that I wouldn't actually be playing a twink if we had some boys. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that would really fuck with you, I think. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to make you a lesbian in femboy If you're ever mad at me, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that would be really shitty, actually. So I, I, I think I won't do that to you. But maybe goth IHOP could be enjoyed by all. Um, Hell yeah. Or foot Papa John's. Anyway. Uh, no. <laughs> foot Papa Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Piss McDonald's. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, oh, I will be really going to bring back the pride flag discord. Piss, piss McDonald's. You ain't joking, but my choir teacher saw that, and I've never been more humiliated. Pride flag? No. Or was it the piss one? Yeah. No, both actually. Nice. I bet. Oh my god. Anyway. Let's get back to Dungeons oh. and Dragons. Oh, What's yeah, that? quick question. So do yes. our characters remember Aether now? Yeah. Or did they forget uh, They will not. And that's going to be very interesting with how Fine. we deal with that. Y'all, yeah. y'all, as far as y'all know, y'all have six party members now. Or Thanks. five, actually. I don't remember. Well, I guess that sucks. So did I commit, like, a triple homicide on my exactly. own in my backstory then? Because Asa wasn't there, or... Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you, so, so, yeah, so... Now, uh, Azahi's backstory is going to be you tried to break up a fight and accidentally got the person killed. And that village hates you and not Asa. Consequences for actions, you guys. Only one village. Only one village. Rookie numbers. Rookie numbers. (laughs) And and look, trust me, Azahi has plenty of shit to worry about. Yeah, that was uh, your first murder, uh, I guess. This is Little Leagues, bro. I'm in the big game now. <laughs> I feel like your character like does like crimes, but not like tax evasion. No, you do tax evasion. No, he does I, I definitely do tax evasion. That is like own, part of my, yeah. that is like in my motto. As far as does I know, none taxes? of you own property, and none of you have a source of income. So I think you're just, I guess... It's illegal I, to do we're that, just right? Warfare. It's illegal to not have things. I, I, wait, okay. I'm not going to say anything about my past other than I have tangled with the fantasy IRS. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, actually, I would love so much. I wouldn't for like, have it any other way. For in, like, oh, in the future, God. to have like a crime lord character who's being like chased by the IRS, like that's their whole thing. <laughs> the IRS is constantly like, like in every city, they were just left, kind of thing. They're just like we're looking for. <laughs> like that would be so. Cool. <laughs> anyway, that's an idea for another time, though. So wait, Kevin. Kevin, your character is like one night away from a felony. I I think I I'm think, one night away from a war crime. What do you mean? Yeah. We yeah. mean felony. <laughs> I think Azahi is on his third strike for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Dungeons, dragons. Okay. Dungeons. So, it is further in the night. 
Uh, everyone is uh, either trying to sleep or sleeping. Uh, let's check back in with Azahi. Azahi, how are you doing? Alright, if I remember right, I am perched somewhere. Yes, uh, I believe I believe you told me that you uh, were perched in the center of the room on the giant wooden cross uh, to sleep uh, to the best of your uh, ability. On the what? You, you can on, on, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, that you were perched on the giant wooden cross in the center of the room. Oh, I know you're not. Oh, he is, though. <laughs> well, I am, I am very much, like, gripping into it, because it's, it's a very, yes. it's a rickety old cross. I'm yeah. scratching wow. up. I am, like, I cannot stress this enough. I'm snoring very loudly. Like, the, like I'm talking, the, a small little radius of the floor around me is, like, vibrating. Also, <laughs> uh, uh, not to not to feed into the eventual compilation that will probably arise at some point of me uh, talking about uh, cloacas and uh, bird shit, but um, gotta ask, uh, because I'm curious, uh, Azahi, uh, uh, are you just letting piss and shit fall out of you all night like most birds? You are not. You were absolutely on, not. On to the, uh, the cross. <laughs> I just gotta know. I just gotta know. Is that cloaca leaking? Yes. I will not hesitate. Oh my god. I am. I am. Yes. I am a skeletal bird, but I still eat stuff. Yes. <laughs> so I still have to go somewhere. So I will not disclose what it comes out as, but it is not food, and it is definitely all over the cross. <laughs> God, everything right, is irrelevant. Cool. Just Someone's gonna wake up hysterically no. laughing. Look, I had to ask because I just thought we should confirm you, you being the only skeleton in the group, how that works, and you know now we know. Uh, it's a mystery, I guess. <laughs> Now we cool. know. We don't know. It goes yeah. in and it comes out as something, but it's not it really. <laughs> cool, cool. It's and like it only happens at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're, that's what's happening over there, uh, which is cool. Um, and uh, anyway, so uh, you are sleeping. And while you're sleeping, you have a dream. And in this dream, uh, you uh, you wake up again um, on the ground. Uh, a different ground, not the ground of the church, because why the fuck would you dream about the place where you are? Uh, well, many people do, but you don't this time. Uh, instead, you uh, when you wake up, uh, you are just kind of lying down on top of like a dirt path basically like a like a big uh, a big well-worn trail uh, in the middle of a forest uh and there are a whole bunch of people uh well yeah i mean they're still people but specifically kanku uh that are kind of standing around you that you can hear just kind of yelling at you and making fun of you um and they're saying stuff like swift wind ha you fell on the ground uh, and that kind of thing, because also, again, I don't know if any of y'all were here, they sound, kinky sound funny, that's it, that, that's the whole thing, uh, so. <laughs> You're not gonna explain the repetition, Lauren, just they sound funny. <laughs> yeah, they, they sound funny, you guys, 
it's pretty I, I will explain it later uh but it doesn't make sense right now so um you also when you when you uh kind of like sit up a little bit and uh pull yourself off the ground you realize that not only uh, are they there are they just a bunch of kanku uh around you but also that um you are also a kanku in this dream when you wake up you are also a bird person you are flesh and blood for the first time in a long time. Uh, or I guess you kind of felt this way probably when you were tripping on uh, Worm's Tail, I think is what it was called. Uh, but um, re regardless of which, you um, you are in this weird state right now. You are in a different body than you're used to, though it doesn't feel too foreign. It feels pretty natural, actually. But it is still, like, you know, not the body you're used to, for sure. Uh, and you're just covered in these black feathers um and you just kind of stand up um and also okay real quick quick important thing uh did i say swift wind or quick wind and which one is the shira horse because it swift can't wind. be the shira horse swift swift, so, a, yeah swift I, um, wind quick, is the shira horse okay so you're, you're um, they wind. said yeah they said quick wind, not swift wind. <laughs> you're that's a different thing I i'm you're sorry i don't <laughs> i don't want to receive a notice from noelle stevenson i don't want her to subpoena me <laughs> Imagine uh, how powerful that'd be if you got. I have to give her money. Things. I would just okay, like, yeah, yeah, but Noel Stevenson. Sure. <laughs> yeah, of course, dude. Yeah, I'll do it for a handshake. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, quick win. Uh, you stand up and you um, you are around all these all these people that you don't really know, um, and uh, there's this older one kind of walks over to you and it's like. Quick wind, are you all right? Good question. Um, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. Mostly. Well, look, if you need to talk to... If you need to talk to the, the, the main guy, the chief, uh, well, then I recommend you do so. Where is this... Where is this chef... I will speak uh, to them. <laughs> uh, so, you know what fucking is, Chef, now? It is Chef, because uh, that's way better. Um, so he uh, just points over to uh, with his wing over to um, this kind of, like, larger wagon in the back that it kind of looks like a combination of, like, a really fancy, like, hut or tent, but it still has... It's still on, like, a wagon. It's still being pulled uh, by these mounts uh, before you, which... Horses were kind of lame. I'm going to say, uh, instead, Kenku wagons are pulled by owl bears because that's sick as fuck. Um, yeah. That's super cool. So that's what it's being pulled on by. Um, and so these owl bears are just kind of uh, pulling this, like, large procession. Um, and they all have a gag uh, on their beak, which is... Or not a gag. What is that other thing? A, mu a muzzle. They have muzzles on their beaks because owl bears are quite vicious. Uh, you know, part of that comes from being part bear, but most of it comes from being part owl. <laughs> They're both very vicious creatures. Um, and so, uh, you, uh, I'm assuming, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably walk over towards this wagon, yes? Yes, slowly okay. though. So, you kind of slowly walk over to this wagon, um, and this, like, very powerful smell, um, kind of, uh, takes you over for a second. Um, and as you uh, walk towards it, you just kind of, like, again, you just get hit with this, like, uh, sensation in your nose. 
Uh, and it's just this very, like, vibrant... It, it's kind of like a smelling salt, also, almost. Uh, like, it's just this very... It kind of smells like... It smells like everything, almost. Like, uh, it's uh, just very spicy. Like, very, like, kind of awakening, I guess. Um, and you... It, it, or, or, like, you're walking in, like, the middle of a perfume store or something like that. Like, it's just a lot going on in your nose right now. And it, like, a little bit hurts. Um, not too bad, but, like, it's noticeable. Um... And you're walking over to uh, this tent, um, and the closer you get to it, the more powerful the smell gets. And the more powerful the smell gets, the more disoriented you uh, become. Um, and you just see, like, or, like, you start to kind of tumble a little bit, and as you're trying to climb up this ladder, you just fall down. Uh, you fall off of the ladder, uh, but are very quickly uh, caught uh, by a wing. Uh, however the hell that works. Uh this um this kanku, this uh large kanku uh just kind of grips you uh by uh the like scruff of I, I won't say scruff of your feathers because that would be very painful if you had feathers uh but I will say like the scruff of your like your cloak or like that clasp but they just kind of grab you um so that you don't fall off and this is by far the largest kanku you've ever seen they just kind of stand before you uh they have this like really big like uh kind of armored apron. Uh, if I can describe it uh, the best uh, the, the best possible way, and they have a, an entire belt just full of different uh, like types of cutlery. There's like a huge butcher's knife. There's uh, all, all kinds of chef's knives, paring knives, uh, and even a couple like spatulas and uh, ladles and stuff like that. Um, and they have uh, a very um, like uh, I guess tropey uh, chef's hat on the top of their head uh, that as they make this very quick maneuver. Uh, just kind of falls off of their head and tumbles to the ground. Uh, but then they pick that one up as well. Uh, or I won't say pick it up. Instead, they just kind of like catch it with their foot, kick it back up into the air, and it lands back on their head. Uh, and they pull you closer, um, and this Kanku just looks at you and just says, Careful, child. If you're not... Well, shit, I already said careful. Careful, child. If you aren't, I guess, more careful, that sucks, um, you might fall. Um, and you recognize this Kanku. You don't know why, but you know their name uh, as soon as you look at them. Uh, and you recognize them as none other than Chief Chef of the Kanku. Um, and <laughs> you, you uh, at this moment, uh, the like time kind of freezes for a second. Uh, kind of like when you first discovered, uh, or not not really discovered powers, I won't say, but uh, kind of when you first got met with uh, the um, the warlord, uh, Kit, uh, Kit the demon warlord, when uh, he first introduced himself to you, everything just kind of turned like uh, monochrome, um, and everything was frozen except you. It is very much like that, uh, but this time you are a Kenku and not a Zahi. Um, and... Suddenly, out of the corner of your eye, you see Kit, Kit the Demon Lord, uh, just kind of walking around aimlessly, um, kind of just, like, poking his head around. Uh, he's not in any kind of, he's not in his, like, uh, dog form that he is in sometimes. He's in his, like, hot goth boy uh, form right now. Um, he's just kind of, like, looking around. Um, he's like, God, God damn it, I thought this was in the right place. Uh, Azahi? Azahi? Yeah? Yo, oh! What happened? Wait. No. Hold up. Why aren't you frozen? 
uh, I think a better question is why do I have meat? Oh, sh- oh sh- <laughs> wait a second. You are. You, wow. Hold on a minute. You are way like, shorter I, than I, you. I always, I always kind of suspected it, but damn, I didn't know my thighs looked this good. You got I me. Mean, look, yeah, look. It would be, be weird to not appreciate them. Yeah, no, I mean, thick thighs save lives for sure, but goddamn. Anyway, you are way shorter and also a kanky now. Uh, kind of a fucked up dream, I guess, but what's up? Um. Hi, I don't. This is the second time this is happening, and I, I'm mostly sure I didn't take any drugs before I slept. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, you mean you look good, you look great, so that's nice. <laughs> your black looks good on you. Saying that because of your feathers. Thank all, you. I mean, also Thank your cloak. you. You should, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, and he, I, I will say at this point, uh, he doesn't look like. So like when you first uh, kind of met this character, he had this like big like. Uh, black feathery poncho right now he's just wearing like this uh black button-up shirt he has like uh one of those cuffs with like the tassels on it uh also black uh on both arms and hands uh his uh nails are painted black like usual he has like short uh black like uh, like zuko hair from like the second uh like like when he gets like hot boy hair uh it's got kind of got that thing going on and also, he has, uh, he has, like, these black jeans and, like, high-heeled boots, and also, uh, these, uh, he has, um, uh, like, these long, uh, metal earrings, uh, or, of course they're metal, uh, but he's got these long, like, silver earrings on, uh, one of which is a cross, and then the other, or, like, a cross upside down, and then the other one is just a gun, uh, like, it's, it's small, it's not, like, an actual-sized gun, uh, but it is about as, uh, long and intricate as the rest of, or as the other earring, so it, it goes a little bit above the shoulder, and he's just kind of staring at you, um, and he's just like, all right, well, um, sorry, look, I, I was gonna come to you in person, um, but, uh, the thing, the thing about, look, uh, the thing about being, like, a, uh, um, I, or I'm not a warlock, you're a warlock. The thing about when a demon, like, an up high, when a higher demon, you know, meets with their, you know, warlocks, um, they just kinda, like, like, the kind of thing is, like, I show up wherever you are, and so if you're dreaming, sometimes that means your dreams, so super apologize, because it looks like whatever's going on is very important and significant, uh, but I just, I had to interrupt real quick, because I do have a mission for you, uh, and, uh, anyway, I mean, it's not like a, no, it's a pretty important mission, it's, it's, it's not, it's not quite a, you know, this this is it. This is the time where you will end the world. But you know, it, it's something. It's important. So uh, anyway, if you'd like to talk about that, I'd be uh, more than happy to oblige. Uh, yeah, go for it. I'm kind of okay. not really doing much right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're saying that while just kind of dangling from <laughs> this like frozen Kanku's hand. Um, and he's like, "Do you uh, you want me to let you down, or are you good?" Oh man, I'm just vibing. Yeah, all right, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, as you just kind of dangle like a, like uh, one or two feet off the ground, uh, he's like, all right, so here's the thing. Um, now, I'm sure you're familiar, you're in Oregon right now, so I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with this, uh, this huge contest that's about to happen, right? With, uh, you know, all these, all these people trying to kill a bunch of monsters and, you know, save the world, but also uh, win uh, a very... Um, potent power. Alright, I'm sure you're familiar. Yes, I have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, here's the thing. Um, I need you to win that competition. 
with your group or not. Uh, and in exchange, well, I, I need you to win for a very specific reason. You see, um, I got a friend, uh, a very close uh, friend of mine, um, actually an ex-boyfriend, uh, but we're, you know, we're still chill. Um, well, okay. Mainly we're still chill because he's imprisoned in this. Uh, and he uh, just pulls out like a, uh, a small like silver mirror uh, to you. Um, and he's like, yeah, he was a, a very powerful ghost lord. Um, and although, you know, we didn't work too great as a relationship, uh, we did work pretty well as a team, uh, when it came to destroying, uh, you know, the world. Um, and so th this guy right here is kind of my, uh, uh, not really my right-hand man, because I personally, if it's all right with you, I consider you that, uh, at this point, but before you... Uh, I had this other warlock who was very powerful, uh, not as chaotic as you, I'd say, but definitely, you know, definitely had some potential, and I am trying to build an army, uh, and I would like, I guess, a secondary lieutenant? I'm not really sure how army shit works, but, uh, you know, lieutenant two. I would like one, uh, and I think this is a good bet, but, uh, because of a fight we got into a while ago, I accidentally permanently trapped him in this mirror, and so I need you to get him out. The only way I can think of to get him out, I should say, is uh, if you won that competition for me and uh, used the power to, you know, uh, take out uh, the, this this being from this mirror. How does that sound? Maybe. I don't. Know. How does how does the the power thing work if we win? Well, so if you win, uh, basically. Uh, or uh, yeah, I should say we win because it is it is a team effort. Uh, if we win, uh, then you'll you'll go up. Uh, you will present this mirror to Freya. She will um, remove the being uh, trapped inside of the mirror, and then uh, that's kind of it. That's all you got to do. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, that's that's it. And uh, look, I know. Look, I've been I've been watching you a little bit. I know you made a deal with Merc. Right, but they didn't say you had to win, right? They just said you had to make sure that the, uh, this, that, uh, that, what's his name? The, uh, Chris? Anna Chris? The yeah, Antichrist or something, the, the I Antichrist, think. you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, secondary antagonist for sure. Um, but anyway, look, um, like, as long as he, you know, doesn't win, then we shouldn't have a problem with that. And as long as you win, then me and you shouldn't have a problem. You, feel, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see. I see. Yeah, I'm yeah. picking up what you're putting down. Well, look, it doesn't mean if you lose, right? It doesn't mean that, you know, we can't, you know, be warlock and hire demon or anything like that. It doesn't change anything, but, you know, definitely score some points. And I can see, I would consider giving you some higher levels, high, uh, higher level spells. Uh, oh. If that would be, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, right? So, well, this is a great deal. I have one. One, okay. So okay, okay, now, of course. so since you're my audience, I have I have think of this cool spell. So you know how I have you know my my boy, um, he's not with me, huh. but Walter, my spoon, yeah. which I managed to so gracefully necromance onto a bird. What if? Yeah, yeah. I could make him into huh. a mech. Um. Ooh, a mech. All right, so just some kind of like upper level resurrection stuff is kind of what you're thinking, right? Or maybe uh, I'm talking you... full on like uh, fantasy, fantasy 
Gundam. Gundam, Gundam. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me see. I, sorry, I'm just trying to think of what this spell would be. Uh, with, with, okay. with, uh, hear me out, hear me out. Yeah, yeah. With flame patterns. Because, you know, just, just to top it all uh, off. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. I think I could probably, if you are, if you win, if you, uh, you know, do this for me, I, I promise you, I think I could do something, right? Where, like, kind of like a, a necromantic golem spell, but, like, with no components, uh, except for Walter, I guess, would be the component. So then you cast that, and then he can turn into a mech. Um, I don't know how long he'd be able to turn into a mech, but I can, I can certainly make it happen for at least, like, a while. How does that sound? Okay, I was just throwing ideas at the wall and seeing what would stick, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that fucking sticks. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, we will, you know, we can, I think, I, I think we can make that happen. So, uh, I'm totally fine with that. I think that's good. Uh, anyway, got anything else to say? Um, should I be worried about this? around me oh I, you know look i'm i don't really know what's going on i think you might have some kind of like past life situation going on i think maybe when you when you took a uh you know a hallucinogenic i think maybe you kind of activated something in yourself in your subconscious uh you know that that kind of thing will happen sometimes with certain drugs. People take them and they live a different life. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe it just is activating some kind of part of your brain from the past. It it may or may not be real. That's all I'm gonna say. And I know that's not really helpful. Uh, but you know, I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I oh, I'll say thanks. it clearly. Look, it doesn't look like anything you gotta worry about going forward because you're in real life a bone man and here you're a meat man so i think I, I don't think this is from your future if that helps does that make sense i don't think it's got anything you got to worry about as much as some things you might learn about okay thank you that yeah of course of course buddy anytime uh so anyway uh yeah i guess i should head out i think before we, uh, if we don't have anything else to uh, <clears throat> talk about. Alright. You take care. Alright, yeah, you too. Do whatever it is I'm supposed to do here. Of course, yeah, you know, call me, or I guess, you know, I'll call you, because you can't really reach me. But, you know, yeah. Oh, shit, I, um, I should give you the mirror, obviously. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, and so, maybe. Yeah, so he uh, hands you this uh, big silver mirror. Uh, or it's not really a big silver mirror. It's a, you know, it fits in your hand, silver mirror, but it's very intricate. It's very fancy. Um, and it has a ton of death motifs all around it. Uh, like the, uh, the handle itself is made out of a bunch of tiny skulls. Uh, and then the top of it has like a big horned skull, uh, where the, uh, kind of the walls of the mirror, uh, meet. Um, and also the, the, uh, let, or not, I don't know, lens. It's just the mirror part itself that actually does the reflecting, uh, is in the shape of a coffin. Uh, and it, you know, it, it looks really cool. Uh, you, uh, it's definitely a vibe. And it's like, so this, um, this is my ex-boyfriend, Death. Uh, if you could release him, that'd be super cool. Um, don't, you know, I don't, not that you would probably be worried about this, but, you know, we're not getting together again. We're just, you know, okay, okay, yeah, crime yeah. Again. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I know you're probably, you're, you're not worried about that. I know. I no, know, no, it's, it's uh, yeah, no, it's and, and, and you know, I'm not even, worried about it either. Never yeah. even, never even crossed yeah, my no, mind. 
for sure. It didn't, yeah, not mine either. I just, you know, thought you should know. I'm not, I'm not, uh, anyway, uh, I'll see you later. I'll let you get back to your waking up. Uh, so yeah, bye. Uh, and bye. he just like disappears <laughs> immediately. Uh, time unfreezes. Uh, something about, uh, maybe you being loosened a little bit from this, this grip. Um, you drop out of the hands of a uh, chief chef, um, and he's like, "Oh, oh!" Uh, and uh, that's the last. Oh thing my you god! Hear. My glorious thick dies. Th that's the last <laughs> thing you hear, and that's the last thing you think as you uh, fall the other two feet onto the ground, uh, waking you up immediately back into the real world. Uh, you uh, like uh, jolt forward on top of that big old cross, which is now covered in mysterious uh, scratch marks, piss, and shit, I guess, because uh, y'all nasty. Well, I mean, I asked it because I'm nasty. Um, and uh, that is where you are now. Uh, and yeah so that's the night that's how the night has been a lot of revelations for a lot of people uh some of you got to sleep soundly though and i uh um you know that must be nice i guess uh because most of you did not um so anyway uh cut to the next morning Uh, you all uh, wake up, or some of you stop lying down trying to sleep, uh, and you you all emerge. It is around 6 a.m. Uh, you know, not the best time to wake up, but it's the, the time you do, uh, because you're awakened uh, by Gundren Rockseeker, who, after some realization from editing the last episode, has a voice that's far too similar to Sildar's. So I tried to workshop a little, <laughs> workshop it a little bit. I hope you like it. Uh, so, uh, Gun er, Gundren, uh, looks at you all and is like, Alright, everybody. Well, it's time to get going. Uh, you know, the, or the, uh, the big, the big competition announcement thing, it gets started pretty soon. So, you know, we're gonna try to get, sorry I sound real groggy, I'm tired as hell. I, I usually sleep till noon. Uh, six hours. Six, I'm up six hours before I should be, and I do not appreciate it. So, anyway, um, y'all, uh, y'all ready? Y'all got your stuff? Can I talk to Gundren? Like, hello. Uh, yeah. All right. What? Well, all right. Let's get over here. Another one of these round two. <laughs> Gundren just kind of walks with you uh, over oh, to. Oh, Gundren, Gundren walks you into a confession booth, one hundred percent. He sits in. He sits in one side, and you sit on the other. I was like, "All right, all right, Sister Grey Owl, what do you what do you want to talk about?" The meeting with the anarchists and the updates on that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know where he is, but I'm. Yeah, I'm sure I'll set something up. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I'm um, good could that. I possibly be present when you have it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it may as well be both of our teams, right? That makes sense. Big yeah. discussion. I don't really take the side, so like, I just want to know. Okay, sure. Can... Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Cool, cool. That's anything all... else? Any anything nah, else you'd okay. like to confess? All right. So I guess you gotta you gotta empty shoulders. That's nice. I sure as fuck don't. He just kicks open the door and leaves. Uh, Gundren is not at his finest right now. He's he he needs some some coffee and some weed, I think, uh, just to 
get things going. But anyway, um, he gets up. Uh, he leaves the, the priest side of the booth, uh, and I guess you leave the non-priest side. Don't know what that's called, not gonna look it up. Uh, and so, you you head out, you head back to the group, everyone else is standing around. Um, uh, Sildar is there, with a different voice um, than Gundren's, and he's like, Alright everybody, so, uh, yeah, let's get going. Uh, wait. Oh yeah, uh, we still got that wagon, right? Uh, Abel, you got the, that big scary death car thing i'm gonna take that wait abel you got, huh? got the car yeah you got the you got that car uh yeah okay cool uh well uh we'll just get back into that i guess and uh let's let's get on over uh and yeah you can see sildar looks a lot like better off right now than gundren he's probably a morning person anyway um but most of most of uh, Merc is pretty groggy. It's just kind of like Krig and Sildar are uh, the only chipper ones right now. Uh, and everyone else is, uh, you know, not so chipper. And I should also mention, uh, I, I think I forgot to say this in the last two episodes, everyone in Merc is here except for the Seer, who is the Beholder, and uh, Dunky. Uh, they are... You don't know, actually. You have no idea where they are. Uh, but they're not here right now. And so uh, y'all uh, leave the church... And you pile into that uh, the death wagon. Uh, there's not quite enough room for uh, uh, Vin. Oh, also, sorry, another person who isn't here is that uh, I think is I think I don't know. I forgot what that character's name is. I think it's like Tibrum or something, Tibris or something like that. Uh, the chef orc. Uh, they are also not here. Sorry, just wanted to mention to make sure. So if anybody binges this in the future, they won't be confused. Um, so. Anyway, uh, th those people aren't here, but everyone else is. And so uh, Vin is kind of like walking along the side of the wagon and everyone else is uh, piled into it. Um, and uh, yeah, y'all are just uh, moving along uh, into, uh, or through town, I guess. And then uh, at some point you're no longer in town. You're just uh, uh, on the side of a whole bunch of woods and you just are traveling through these the beautiful forests of Oregon. Um, it, it's very serene. Uh, I will say this from experience. It's probably the best smelling air any of you have ever been around. Uh, because, uh, I, I mean, most of you are demons. But the ones that aren't uh, still came from, like, the desert or whatever. But right now, you're surrounded by trees. And everything, like, you can just smell everything. Your noses are open. Them nostrils flaring out. Collecting all that good, good air. Um, I'm, I'm going to assume... Uh, Panera is basically, this is kind of just like a buffet for you, since this is what you eat. Um, or no, you eat carbon dioxide. Dang, this is actually a shortage for you, so I'm very sorry. Uh, I hope we get, I hope we get to a factory soon so you can eat. Um, but anyway, um, y'all are, uh, driving along in this, uh, weird little, like, deathmobile thing, uh, through the very serene, peaceful forests, and suddenly, I scroll through my notes to get to the next area. All right, cool. <clears throat> and suddenly, the wagon comes to a halt as the serenity of the forest around you becomes broken by the largest god's damn tree you've ever seen. Before you lies the trunk of a gargantuan ash tree, which soars into the air and pierces the clouds before the branches, and the canopy of the tree could even become visible. A large gash in the bottom of the tree is hollowed out, forming a large and cavernous uh, amphitheater where, where you see large squirrel folk uh, stand, uh, armored and prepared.
prepared to stand against anyone who uh, would attempt to foil the great contest. Uh, so you see like kind of a ton of squirrel folk uh, who I'm gonna, I, I think you'll probably put it together, are uh, squirrel people, I guess? They're just people who can walk around and do things and have armor and spears, but they're still squirrels. Um, you can see some of them like running up and down the tree, but most of them are gathered around this big amphitheater. Um, just kind of like standing up, standing around before you. Um, so around the tree, there are seemingly hundreds of champions, all from different sections of the world, and all with different motivations. There are quite a few tribes of varying creatures, all of which, uh, all of which, with some sort of uh, great champion of their clan uh, at the head of these groups, often accompanied by an elderly mentor type, yet some stand before the great tree seemingly alone and with no one beside them. Very few of these groups you recognize, but there are indeed a few that you do. A lar for example, uh, a large procession of demons stand by, and when I say stand, I often mean crawl, fly, hover, scurry, and uh, all the other dastardly move movement patterns that many of them have. This tribe, unfortunately and unsurprisingly, is led by Alvarez, the Duke of Pain. Additionally, amongst the crowd, uh, there is the anarchist and the inevitable, uh, gathered before the tree and breaking through the fresh air with their lack of hygiene. Uh, out of the tribes, there are many that you don't recognize, such as a large group of figures draped in intricate moth-like costumes and carrying various flags and banners that no one, no one in your group can seem to quite place. Uh, there is also a great tribe of orcs, one of lion folk, a tribe of humans, and a few others that seem a little bit too far away to place accurately. Uh, amongst the loners, however, there is a tall and mysterious hooded figure with a long Blue, or sorry, with two long blue tails poking out of the bottom of their cloak. There is also a slender and fancily dressed sword fighter standing cockily and wearing Victorian era mask uh, with a, sorry, uh, yes, yeah, just wearing a Victorian era mask. That was the end of the sentence. Um, uh, near them, you see a strong looking buff man with a towel folded neatly in his hands. Uh, of, and oh, you also see a very, strong-looking buff woman with a large mustache adorned with small bells at the end of each curl. Uh, you see a small and elderly-looking roguish kanku with a mysterious bird statue. Uh, you all, but you also see Bigfoot uh, standing there, uh, just kind of twiddling their thumbs, not really doing anything. I, I'm assuming they're not literally twiddling their thumbs, but they may as well be. Um, but finally, and certainly not least, you see someone that you haven't seen in quite a while. Uh, or I should say two people, because it's P and her biological sister, Monica. Look at that. Well, hi, gang. It's been a minute. It's been a few episodes, but this is your obligatory um, uh, announcement uh, thing that happens in the middle of podcasts that you all know and love very much. But I just want to talk about a couple things. I'll be right out of your hair. Uh, I will be gone as soon as the music cues back in. So uh, first, I want to talk to you all about the Crystal Furs new album, Beautiful and True. You all know the Crystal Furs. Of course you do. They do the outro uh, music for this entire arc um, and also the first song that played after the intro. So super love them. Uh, also, 
my new album comes out, uh, or I guess has come out by the time this is up, uh, July 14th. It is called Bastille Day 2020. I'm really excited about that. All proceeds will be going to Bail Bond, so please check that out. Also, I do have a new webcomic. It's, I mean, it's two months old. It's not really new, but it's new to me, uh, called Polyamorous in Space. You can check that out on Webtoon. Link in the description to that. Um... It's really good, like, please, like, it's super, super, super ding-ding good. Uh, last thing I want to talk about real quick is that our theme is by Zach Wilkins, the amazing, talented, superhuman. Uh, also, uh, the rest of our music in the show comes from Kevin MacLeod, uh, sometimes Toby Fox, occasionally, um, and Lily Diddley. So, thank you to those guys. Oh, also, uh, um, fucking, uh, Tabletop Audio, who is an absolute king. Uh, we use their, this stuff, like, constantly all the time so thank you for listening to us play dungeons and dragons if you'd like to support the podcast you can check out our patreon at uh, patreon.com slash grand b and get ex- access to art rpg stuff music and all sorts of neat properties or sorry not properties projects that i'm working on they're not properties unfortunately uh as well as uh just letting us eat while the horrible horrible backstreet boys world tour is going on and none of us can get peace from it uh, oh dang that's my time ah! music Sure is loud. The wagon's parked, and you see all these different people kind of gathered around waiting. Uh, none of them have seen you yet. You're a little bit behind them. So if you want to talk to anybody, I'd highly recommend doing that. Um, so, is it, is, is, is it okay if I go first? Sure, why not? I would like to step out of the wagon, shuffle away from the vast woods, because... Ew. And I would like to scan the field and look for birds. <laughs> A classic. Uh, let me see. How long have we been waiting to do this? No, okay, cool. that's really good. I oh, I've been on um, edge, bro. <laughs> my guy, my homie, close personal friend of mine, Azahi. Roll a perception check. I got a 15. A 15? That is successful. So you see quite a few birds because you're in the middle of the woods. Uh, you, you can, if free sounds will allow, you can see and hear several birds uh, in your area. Uh, all of which um, are just kind of just kind of vibing and uh, some of them are flying around, some of them are on trees, all that. Um, you also see, uh, with, with that 15, some of the tribes nearby have pet birds and stuff like that. Uh, like falconers and stuff like that. Uh, likely used for hunting, but also possibly tracking, seeing as this is a monster hunt. And of course, you also see Monica, uh, who is uh, sitting atop um, uh, P's, uh, I guess, pauldron? That's the big, the big shoulder piece. And uh, you also, uh, speaking of birds, you see a large kanku. Uh, standing uh, kind of not near you, but uh, alone uh, amidst the crowds of other people, uh, just kind of holding and looking uh, and kind of talking to a small little bird statue uh, that he's holding close to his chest. Uh, so those are the birds in the area. Does anyone else, or do you do you want to act on that role, or do you are you good? I saunter over to the Kenku. Okay. 
Uh, so you, uh, kind of walk over to him, and he's like, Can I help you? Hello there. What do you want? Hi. I wanted to introduce myself to you. My name is Azahi. What's your name? Good buddy. My name... Uh, let me think about that for a moment. First off, why do you want to know? For reasons that are between me, myself, and possibly a weird-ass dream that I have had two times in a row. But, you know, that last part's up for debate. Uh, depending on who okay. you are. <laughs> well, I've gone by many names in the past, of course. But, uh, I guess I'm best known for my name. Uh... Bigglesworth Agriculture. That's <laughs> yeah, my full name. Uh, you can call me by my full name and... I won't really accept anything else. Bigglesworth Agriculture is my name. Um, but yes. Hi. Nice to meet anything? you. Uh, Bigglesworth no. Agriculture. Yes, not likewise. Um, oh. <laughs> yes, I'm kind of a sour puss. 100%. So, anyway. Uh, is, is, is there the... the, the what's, what's that bird statue you've got? Right there. Well, how should I answer this? Um, you see, are you familiar with the Kanku? Somewhat, yes. Well, so, are you familiar with our god? I can't say that I am, no. Alright, so, here's the thing. So, you see, Long ago, uh, exposition music starts. <laughs> Long ago, uh, we, uh, we Kanku could fly and we could, you know, talk in normal voices. I can talk in normal voices, but I'll get to second. Um, you know, a while ago, we could do anything we wanted to, um, but, uh, one of, one of our Skanku fucked up with the wrong person and, uh, started, uh, really, you know, stealing from a witch or something. We don't, really, we don't really know. It's a lot of stories. A lot of people say a lot of different things to, you know, blame often, you know, minority groups. So I don't, I don't, there's, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty. Yeah, it gets, up. it gets warped a lot, you know. Yeah, his, his history is pretty terrible, um, and how it's written and who it's written by. But anyway, uh, they, they pissed off somebody and, uh, that person cursed every Kanku because they're racist, uh, to, um, you know, have no more flight and no more, uh, you know, speech or anything like that. No original speech. You have to mimic for your whole life because something about all we do is steal, so we have to steal voice lines, and that's pretty, uh, pretty, you know, digini. So, anyway, um, that's what happened for a while, but, uh, this, uh, what I have right here, uh, is our god. Uh, it's not a statue of our god, but our actual god. Uh, this is Tearstrom right here. Say hello. Um, oh, uh, Hi, Tearstrom. Yes. 
Yes, thank you. Uh, and Tirstrom, he is the god of righteous indignation and, uh, um, uh, you know, mm, justice, but in oh, the oh. non-criminal law sense, in the oh, okay. actual practical <laughs> fuck you up because, you know, eye for an eye kind of justice. Uh, so, you know, the, he's cool. Everyone likes him. But he got imprisoned when this happened, uh, and he, uh, he took the form of a Kenku because... He uh, represents uh, the the anger that we feel from having uh, our you know our identities uh, stripped permanently by some witch hundreds of years ago for a thing that we didn't even do. So that's it. That's my that's the whole deal. Um, and I'm gonna win the competition, and then I'm gonna free him from the statue, and then he's gonna you know not uh, you know he's gonna be able to save all the Genku. That's kind of the vibe. Oh. I, and you're probably wondering, you know, if you know anything about Kanku while I'm not talking all funny and all that is, uh, uh, you know, I'm very, I've been around for a long time and uh, I captured an earth spirit a while ago because I liked his voice and I made them say a lot of things so that now I sound like him. Uh, but I just kind of put a dictionary in front of him, made him read it out loud and now I can say anything. And now I just have one voice and, uh, uh, you know, no, no one has to do a whole bunch of voices for me. I just sound like this. That's pretty cool. It's also kind of yeah. fucked up, but you know, cool nonetheless. Hey, I'm a murderer and a thief. It's kind of my thing. So yeah. Hey, hey, that's what's up, chief. That's what's up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it is what's up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if you want to learn more about being murdered or thieved, I uh, recommend you stick around me and keep talking. Is that a threat, sir? Yeah. Didn't think it was confusing. You know, I'm just, I'm just here trying to be nice to you. Because I saw you with a bird statue and I thought, oh, hey, that person looks pretty cool. I'm going to go say oh, hi yeah. to him. Nothing, Please. nothing else about it. And you've been, so, yeah. other than, other than when you explained your backstory, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. You know, I actually felt really cool to learn all that stuff. But other than that, you've been nothing but rude to me. And I just want you to take a good long look at me. You see this? See these raggedy, dusty bones? This is you in your future. So you better fucking watch out. All right, let me, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So you were like, "Oh, that's a bird. I'm a bird. The bet we'll get along." Is that it? Is that your whole thing? No. You're like, "Oh yeah," because that's a little racist. That's what no. People think when that's they a, hey, that's a bird. That's a bird. Yeah, one hundred percent. A bird statue, and I was like, "Oh." That bird statue looks pretty cool. Maybe pretty cool. they'd want to talk about it. And maybe well, we could be best friends. We have sleepovers and we braid each other's feathers and make friendship <laughs> bracelets and talk about our feelings and cute boys. But no, you had to ruin that. So now you will. You're not invited to my Thomas the Train birthday party. <laughs> no, what? I mean, that doesn't bother me. Because I don't need friends. If I wanted to talk to you, I would have just gone up and talked to you. So oh, yeah. really, so okay. really, yeah, okay. so really, really, you're the bad person. And really, you should yeah. feel sorry. You, you, you were going to have, we were going to have, yeah. it was going to be, it was going to be Tom's Train and Fortnite crossover. We are going to have oh, yeah. Chug Jug Punch. Oh. We are going to have a Tilted Towers themed cake. It was going to oh be God. epic, bro. Tilted it was, it oh would have been so cool. It would have been it would have been even cool to have you and your little god there, but nah. No, well, I don't want to go. Gonna, so now nah, we're just gonna I, have 
And, We're gonna have an extra slice of Tilted Towers cake. Yeah, you will. Throw in the trash. And I, I make sure to grind it up. No, you can't you get your grimy little hands on it. You're not even gonna eat it. No, I mean I don't care. My birthday party. I will no, take. I don't want to go. Nap. All I three don't of them. Go. I don't want to go. Yeah, you and better I, not want to go. I don't, I don't want I don't, you there anymore. No, I don't, and I, and I don't want to take my little statue. I, I mean, my god, and I don't want to put him on top of the cake like a little cake top. But I don't want to do that either. I don't want to do any of that. So, so you can have fun with your John Wick and your I your, will. your 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 fork knife and your. Uh, I will be. Your, I will be thinking your, of you when I eat yeah. that cake. Yeah, I bet you will. I bet you will probably because I was watch your back, Mister. It's probably thinking about my juicy ass when you eat that cake, huh? That's what you're thinking about. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's probably you what you're thinking about. Yeah, you're probably thinking about that. Yeah. 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 Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And he walks away. <laughs> I wrote you a song. It goes like this. Da 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 da. Fuck you. No, yeah. Well, I wrote you another song. It goes da 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 da. Da, 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 da. Fuck you. Oh, what's so, that? What's yeah. that? I can't hear you. Yeah, I interrupted yeah. your song halfway through to say, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, well, I can't. Well, I was already done with my song. Well, I was already done with my song. My power invested in me, you are now broke. I was already done with my song. I was already done with my song. See, you didn't interrupt me. I was already done with my song. Fuck you. So, friends, throws, my actual friends, how are you guys? How are you guys over here in the cool corner of this of this gathering, away from all these little bitches with bird statues? He throws a smoke bomb on the ground, uh, and the smoke uh, takes the form of a middle finger, and then he's he's gone. A log is in his place. <laughs> like Enid. Yeah, one hundred percent. So he's gone. Um, somewhere else. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> so that happened. Uh, does anyone else want to do something not Azaki? <laughs> I just love the idea of that Kenku, like, following <laughs> Azaki all the way over to where we were to continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If anyone wants to join me, I think I'm gonna say hi to P. Does anyone join them? I'll go. Okay. Hell yeah. So, uh, y'all, y'all, uh, Somber? Mosey? You Mosey. Y'all Mosey over to pee. I, I'm just figuring the way both of y'all are walking, the average of the two would be a nice Mosey. Uh, so, <laughs> y'all, uh, y'all Mosey over to pee, um, and she, um, ooh, saunter. Yeah. You saunter you over go. to pee. Um, and, um, There it is. She, uh, yeah, so y'all, uh, y'all walk over. Um, and P has not noticed you yet. What do you do? Hmm. I wish I had, like, any kind of stealth. <laughs> you can attempt a stealth. What do you want to do? Oh, God. Alright. Well, here's advantage. the thing. Okay. It's a sneak attack. He doesn't see us. Is Monica aware? Uh, not yet. But she would yeah. probably be more aware sooner. Oh, my God. I'm out. praying. Can we try and get behind... Monica just like 180 like whips around and stops. <laughs> what do you want? To, what are you trying to do? I don't know. I feel like successfully, I'd like to spook her. Uh, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Roll dexterity with advantage to sneak up on your friend. Right. Oh, oh, <laughs> nat twenty. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, you can. Okay. Well, for the sake of being consistent with dice rolling. 
Um, I'm gonna try and sneak up on. Well, I, I guess yeah. I'm gonna sneak up on T successfully. But also, considering this is second, I'd like it to be the most blasé, just like, boo, when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you walk over, and uh, he just hears like, boo, from uh, her uh, from her ear, and he kind of turns face, he's like, oh, second, hey, second, what's up? Hey, hey how's it going? <laughs> It's good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Oh my god, it's been like forever. It's been like two months. Yeah, so Monster Hunt, huh? Yeah, Monster Hunt. You know, I killed God already, so I'm you know, <laughs> I'm good. I think I got the monsters. Oh, that's great. Oh Yeah. <laughs> so what brings you out here? Well kind of a lot of things. I mean mostly work. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you here for the, the competition? Yeah. Nice, yeah. So, you you doing anything to change yourself, or like, you someone else, or an artifact, or what's the deal? Um, not really. <laughs> not oh. quite. Yeah, yeah, alright. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just asking, what's, uh, what's your goal, I guess, with all this? Uh, well, currently, I think we're just trying to get in someone's way, if you know what I mean. Oh, that's that's kind of nasty. Damn. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I accomplished my lifelong dream already. I killed God, so I'm good. My character arc is complete. But now we're here for uh, for my sister Monica. She's like, "Yep. Hey, hey, guys. Um, how's how's it going? Um, you know, I, you know, I don't I don't want to act like you know anyone's doing a thing for me. It's it's okay." Um, and P is like. You know, she's she's trapped in like an owl body and like, you know, we're kind of working on getting that out. Um, and Monica's like, yeah, you don't have to be that loud about it. It's OK. Um, he's <laughs> just like, yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to get her into the right body again after she got cursed to be in this one. So, it's, you know, kind of like an over the garden wall. Yep. An over the garden wall situation. That's exactly right. Pete. Super cool. Um you know, <laughs> and she's just like, yeah. So anyway, uh, that's what we're doing. Working on that. Gonna kill a bunch of monsters. Win. Free my sister. Um, so yeah. Uh, so y'all y'all aren't trying to compete to win, right? That's what you said? Uh, well, I mean, if we happen to, mm. I don't think that's, you know. Don't well. like how that sounds. <laughs> But I mean, it's not our main objective. Okay, well, it better not be, because I really like y'all, and I don't want you to take this away from me and my sister. So that'd be super cool. Kind of the only chance to be able to do something like this in a thousand years. Uh, or, you know, you'd be, you if you did win, uh, you know, you'd be responsible directly for imprisoning my sister for, uh, you know, the rest of her life. So, you know, that'd be kind of terrible. Um, but anyway, uh, seeing see, as, as long as y'all don't do that, I think we'll be okay. So, super cool, super cool. Anyway. Alright. Yeah, well, yeah, alright. <laughs> nice talking to you, Pete. Uh, yeah, nice talking to you, too, alright. Hey, like hey, hey, Monica. Good luck on the competition. Oh, yeah. Hey, no, and y'all, I hope y'all have good luck, too. Yeah, Pete's being a little bit more dramatic. Hey! Uh, then, um, <clears throat> being a little more dramatic than, uh, about this and, you know, what it means, I'll, I'll be alright, kind of, no matter what, so, it's all good, I'm still me, 
While Ava was having this conversation, can I just be like briskly walking back to the group like, hey, look, if he hates us by the end of this, I swear it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of the rest of the group, though, anybody else want to do anything in this area? Talk to any new NPCs or whatnot? Ava's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. He just walks over to the next, uh, the next nearest NPC. Okay, let me see who that is, actually. Okay, yeah, so uh, the, that'll be the tall, mysterious hood, hooded figure with two long blue tails poking out of the bottom of their cloak. Uh, you just kind of walk up to them, um, and they, you can tell, like, as, as soon as you get close, you see one of the tails just starts to wag a little bit. Uh, not in the, <laughs> like, cute, playful way, but in the more, like, all right. What, what you doing kind of way that dogs will do sometimes. Um, and, uh, I mean, you don't know what this creature is, um, but I was just saying, like, that's kind of the, the vibe you get from the tails. Um, and uh, what do you do, though? Walk up to them, tap them on, like, their shoulder arm. As soon as you touch their shoulder, they just kind of jolt backwards a little bit, or I guess jolt forwards, turn around, and uh, before you can even notice, there's a knife at your throat. One, two, three, four! But... Uh, you do see this creature a little bit better. Uh, they appear to be, um, like a fox-like person, but they, like, their fur is completely crystallized, if that makes sense. Like, they look like they're, like, all over their skin and stuff like that. It is these bright blue quills, uh, that are just, it, it kind of looks like each one of them is frozen, if that makes sense. Uh, and they are just kind of bright blue and a little bit transparent. Um, and they're standing there with this uh, really large cloak, um, and they're like, "What biz? What? Uh, that's not the voice. Uh, let me see." They're like, "All right, what business do you got here?" Oh, wait, no, that shouldn't be the voice either, because they're not from the south. Dang! No, not my two voices. All right, let me watch out. <laughs> what business do you have with me? And I like show them the back of the bag. Sorry to bother Ch you. Wait, fuck! Are you a cop? Hey, hey, hey! Are you a cop? Good deal. Are you a cop? Are you a cop? Start there. Are you a cop? If are, okay, that doesn't. But are you a cop? Really? Yes, yes. There are a lot of people who are cops. Are you one of them? Okay. Look, look. I can understand you're probably going through an existential thing, and that's super cool for you. But are you a cop? Because if the answer is anything other than no, I it will be your throat. Well, I mean, is it a magic knife? Well, is it a magic knife? Because I'm already dead. Did you notice the lack uh, of flinching when their throat was uh, pressed yeah. against it? No, I, I guess it's not. Sorry. Uh, I think I just got excited. Forgot to recognize the fact that you are a, in fact, a spectral figure. So, yeah, all right. If you're... Um, whether I guess whether you're a cop just, or not, you're a ghost. So it doesn't matter. You can't cuff me. What's up? Do you understand this writing? Oh, uh, I mean, like, I can take a look at it. Uh, my name, sorry, I got, we definitely got off on the wrong paw for sure. Um, hi, my name is Kara. What's up? Um, hi, Kara. Hi. And you're, you Able. said you're, oh, Abel, Pat, Abel, uh, <laughs> I love Pat. it, but I know your last name. Abel Patton. Abel Excellent. Um, alright, Abel, uh, so, hi, and you said you're not a cop, right? Sorta? Okay, could you turn me in if I, uh, f uh, just 
you know, spitballing here, had a huge bounty on my head and was one of the most wanted uh, uh, criminals in the in fantasy America, or nah? I don't have jurisdiction here, so no. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so my name's Kara. What's up? I'm a really good rogue. Super good. So good that um, the government hates me, and, um... Well, we've anyway. all been there, <laughs> Oh, sure. Like, well, maybe. Not most people. There's kind of only one most wanted. But anyway, not not the issue. Um, yeah, so hi. What's up? Uh, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll take a look at the badge for you. Um, and they just kind of, like, snatch it out of your hand really quickly to look at it. Um, and they, uh, focus intently on it, and, uh, while they're doing this, you kind of get a better look at their person. Uh, it seems like their entire body is made of, like, these crystalline fur- or not made, but covered in these crystal furs. And they have, um, they have two, uh- you know, they have two tails uh, at the at the bottom of, like, poking out from the cloak. Uh, and the other one, not the uh, not the one before, but the other one starts to wag uh, as they just kind of curiously look at this uh, strange, uh, this strange uh, object that you've handed them. Uh, and you can see something that you didn't see before now that the, the front part of their cloak is a little bit more parted. Um, you notice that this figure has a guitar strap, kind of. Uh, not a not a belt for like a knife or a sword or anything like that on but on their back um, they have a, a just like guitar strap but no guitar um, and but instead you can kind of see uh, poking out from behind them uh, the uh, neck of a keytar uh, just kind of sticking out uh, from their back uh, which is as you know a guitar but like a piano that you hold kind of hard to define but it is called keytar and i feel like the name does all the defining that you need uh so they have one of those it seems uh but other than that they just look like a pretty chill fox person uh except for obviously the huge brightly colored like pale blue um you know crystals all over them um but they just kind of look at your badge and they're like uh i mean look i don't know a lot of languages but i will say this doesn't really look like a common language it's a little too intricate to be something that would be used often if that makes sense um i'm gonna guess one of two things either that these these symbols these runes are from a very like complicated and ancient like uh text that was probably you know has been uh like Re rewritten multiple times to where this is such an outdated old version that no one remembers it. Um, but like, it, it looks like very much like a very like complicated language that is either you know something of like cultural importance or opposite spectrum of that. This is some kind of thieves' camp. This is some kind of code uh, that like a military or a um, you know some 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 thieves like a thieves' guild or something like that used amongst themselves because it was so complicated that people wouldn't be able to decode it. Uh, so, I don't know if that's a lot of help, but, uh, you know, it super doesn't doesn't look like anything I've seen before, but it also doesn't look like anything someone would use regularly. Is that helpful? It's more than a last person. Oh! Okay, cool. Well, glad to help. Uh, anyway, um, I guess in exchange, just... Don't tell anyone you saw me, I guess, would be excellent. Um, and I won't tell anyone about your weird project. Unless you want me to? I don't know. Anyway, have a good time at the contest, I guess. Thanks. 
Yeah, well, sure. Uh, oh, thanks, yeah. Uh, I would say you too, but I am trying to win, so... Bad luck, I guess. Anyway, uh, see, I'll, see you, <laughs> I'll see you around. Um, and uh, they kind of turn back their attention to the amphitheater. Alright. Well, uh, I don't know if anybody else wants to, like, take a turn to go around. So I'll just yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. like, Abel just, like, goes around, does this, like, ask different species. So yeah, if, yeah, sure. if anybody else wants to take a turn, then go right ahead, you know? Just do, like, yeah, the thing yeah. that Abel's doing, but if not, then I guess we can go on to the next thing. Okay. That sounds like a good plan. Uh, so what does is, what is everyone else want to do? I'd be on stand by myself. <laughs> gotcha. I know, okay. I like, great. I was like very nervous and big crowd. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, does anyone else want to do anything or do we want to just focus on Abel's quest? Yeah, I think Abel's quest is good. Okay. Abel's like quest him. it is. Uh, so, you move on to the next person. Uh... Who is? Ooh, hell yeah! Okay, so you walk over um, a little bit to uh, this this figure who's just kind of standing, like very heroically, I guess, uh, on top of a tree. Uh, there, they have this like long feathered cloak uh, that on one end, on the back end, is black, but on the other end, uh, on the inside, is red. So even though it's a huge like feather cloak it still has a lining somehow uh it seems like the back of it is maybe raven feathers and then the uh, inside of it is cardinal feathers to create that kind of effect um but everything else about them just screams like victorian era uh they have like this really beautiful suit uh that's tailored perfectly to uh their very slender figure um they're wearing just all black, white, and red, uh, but just like small hints of red, other than the uh, the cape uh, lining behind them. But speaking of the cape, uh, it's just kind of blowing in the wind that you do not feel. Like you do not feel this wind that's just like very carefully blowing, uh, but they uh, somehow have this cloak that's just moving automatically to create this really nice effect. And they're wearing this really uh, beautiful and intricate, like, uh, bird mask, uh, that they, that they have. Kind of, like, for, like, a masquerade type thing. Uh, and they have this, like, long, like, platinum gray hair, uh, that just kind of perfectly, it, it's perfectly even, um, and it just kind of, like, goes, uh, it, it, it's very long, it kind of, like, goes down close to their back, um, and they, uh, they stand, uh, they stand on top of this tree, um, and they just have the most beautiful skin you've ever seen before. Um, like, it's just very uh, gorgeous. It's very smooth. Um, it, it, it's just, like, just this, the perfect, like, dark shade. Like, it's, they are just an exquisite-looking person. That's what I'm trying to say. And they're standing there on top of this tree. Um, or on top of this tree branch, I should say. Uh, just kind of looking uh, at the... Not at you, but at the amphitheater. Uh, but this is the next person kind of in line uh, from where you were standing. So what would you like to do? Okay. Uh, so, yeah. No, I also go this person. Uh, uh, now, like, you know... You know, if they haven't noticed me walking towards them, then I tap them on the shoulder. Like, well, excuse me. Okay, so I, I will allow you being able to tap them on the shoulder even though they're on the top of a tree branch because you're a ghost. I feel like that sounds, <laughs> that's alright. And also you have wings, so you like kind of fly up a little bit, tap them on the shoulder. Um, and they very briefly turn to look at you, and then just as quickly as they turn around, completely vanish just for a second. Um, you're not really sure how, 
Uh, they just like kind of completely disappear, uh, sort of like they just moved really fast around you. Um, and now they are the ones behind you. Uh, the last thing you saw in front of you was their mask just kind of like flash with like this uh, perfect like gleam. Uh, and in their place is this small black dahlia flower uh, that just kind of like uh, disappears or it kind of appears where they were standing. Uh, and then they appear on the other side of the tree branch behind you. Um, and then very quickly uh, pull out a rapier uh, sword uh, and just kind of bring it uh, to your neck. Um, and this person says, can I help you? Speaking in my heart right now, Ben. <laughs> of course. You know I make, I, I make NPCs for y'all, not just for me. <laughs> Alright, well, Abel... Feels like uh, very unimpressed. Like, wow, people are really, um, really like putting metal up against my throat, huh? Yeah. Well, uh, if it helps, uh, if it helps the threat uh, move a little faster, the sword is magic, so that's fun, right? <laughs> yeah. So don't you know walk into it thinking you're a ghost and it'll be immune because I've had that shit happen before and it doesn't end well. For the ghost, it ends well for me. One less person I have to talk to. Well, first off, Mr. Anime Guy, I'm not in the correct mindset to hear death right well, Second of all, okay. we have a limited sure. time before the competition starts, uh-huh. so I want to get this done as quickly as possible. And I pull up a bag and I throw them side with a language on it. You know, like, I just put, like, my hand over their sword, like, to put it cool. in their face, and I'm like, do you understand this language? Yeah, well, first, I'm not a mister. That's step one. Let's get that right out of the way. Not that. Not anything, I guess. Not right, binary well, mood, mm-hmm. I suppose. But anyway, um... Sorry so for that, being that's, rude. Hey, I you know what? It's chill. Uh, thank you. You look like you've had a very stressful day. Um, you're holding a badge to me, so I'm assuming you're a cop and are therefore not valid, but... I'll take a look at your badge. Um, and as soon as they take it, they're like, oh, it's plastic. All right, so you're just wearing a costume? All right, that's funny. Um, they uh, they look at it, um, and they're like, oh, well, that is rather interesting. Uh, yeah, sure enough, the front of this badge just says cop and is made of plastic. Uh, oh, sorry, the back of it. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, and they uh, just kind of look at it, and they're like, uh, let's see. Hmm. Well, I do know a great deal of languages, um, and I. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know how much would be helpful. What have you heard already? I've seen you walk uh, around a little bit. Stopping you? That's cool. I, I said sorry. I, I just said I'm being vigil. It's nothing personal. Trust me. Well, I guess that makes sense. Spoking out the competition and whatnot. Yeah. 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 Well, um. So far, I've heard that it could be a secret code. From a bandit, maybe. Bandits. Okay, okay. Or it could be an old, old language. That's one of my speculations. Or it could be a cultural thing. Got you, got you. Well... Let me let me tell you this. I I know a lot of languages. Sure, I've I've been around uh, the a lot of syndicates and a lot of you know just regular non-criminal people. Um, and I can tell you that this is not a thieves' cant or a code that I recognize. And it's not from a culture or anything that I recognize either. So I would I I just want to let you know this doesn't look like it's in 
any sort of common use for anywhere. Like, I've never seen this. And I've traveled, I'd say, everywhere in fantasy America except Florida. I just can't, I just, I just don't wanna. So, you know, everywhere else, though, I've gone. So unless this is a Florida exclusive, um, I don't think this is a real language? Or if it is, it's used by, like, three people tops. Mm. Nice. Yeah. All right, well, if you'll hand me back my fake, classic, non-valid, life-ruining, bad costume. Of course, yes, your costume piece. I'll be back on my way. Yeah, and I would also recommend Thank if you, you. Uh, want to talk to any other world-renowned criminals. Um, I don't know if you can do this because you are. A, it appears that you are a ghost and that your your clothes are kind of part of you. Uh, but if you could maybe just put on a shirt over that or something, maybe some people would be like, "Oh, that looks like law enforcement." It's a bad look around here. Unless I guess you're talking to other law enforcement, then it's a great look and you can do any crime you want. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, some of us have to. Be careful of getting arrested. So you know. You know what? That is true. That is true. That's I haven't seen that before. So yeah, you know, maybe that'll give you a leg up. You know, actually, uh, mm, no, never mind. Okay. Uh, real quick, can you do me a favor? Can you can you just look like like over there, like anywhere? Just can you look over there for like a second? Are you going to stab me? No, no, I'm not going to stab you. But can, can you just like, can you just like look over there? All right. Well, uh, sir, you're valid. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you turn around, and then uh, when you like look back at them, they're gone. They just disappear completely, um, and you have no idea where they went. Um, but very clearly, they just they wanted to do they wanted to Batman you a little bit. So that's what they did. You know, just let people have their fun before they compensate. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Abel's not having a good time, but you know, yeah. he's yeah. keeping busy. Alright, right, well, you know, so let's slice back down the tree, continue the next person. Bet. This is actually, this has been a really fun way to introduce all the characters. I didn't know if we'd get to. Um, let's <laughs> see. Okay, a very strong buff man with a towel folded neatly in their hands. Uh, so, you approach uh, this figure, they're wearing a very light suit of armor, but they have a huge body, like they're ripped, uh, or not really ripped, they're buff, because I did learn there is a difference, apparently. Um, they have, yeah, they have very bulky muscles, they're not very lean muscles, if that makes sense. Um, so, there's just a lot of meat like to this man. Yeah, like a bodybuilder. So they have just a large body. They have a really big, very yeah. strong chin. Yeah, because Rip just refers to, like, amount of muscles. Bulky is, like, a size thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're very bulky. Um, and uh, they have a very strong chin and a really small head. Uh, like, it just kind of <laughs> looks like a, a, I guess, a telelelogram, sort of. Uh, for the, <laughs> what they have kind of for a head um, and they uh, they're they are wearing they're not wearing anything over their like sleeves they're wearing like sleeveless armor uh, but they're wearing very stereotypical like anime JRPG like fighter character kind of thing um, and they're holding this small uh, it's like a towel in their hands it's uh, it appears to be like this like kind of shiny green fabric. Uh, that has like a scale pattern all over it and there appears to be like a 
a child's costume, like mask, like on, like sewed into the at some place in this towel. It's fold where it's folded neatly on top, and he's just kind of standing there, uh, you know, patiently waiting for the um the competition to begin. And he just looks at you, he's like, "Oh, yes, uh, hello, how may I help you?" Uh, well, good person. First yes. Off, thank you for not putting a piece of metal against my throat in a threatening what, what? Why would anyone do that? Good no, question. Of course good not. Question. No, uh, quite I don't rude have and anything. very unchivalrous. Uh, well, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Sure, sure. So, uh, I want to ask if you happy know what this language is. And then I like echoed in the bag. Oh, oh, well, I would, I wouldn't have minded either way. All, all, all protectors are equal in my eyes. Mm. We are brethren, you and I. I should, I should mention this is a very white man. Uh, he probably, <laughs> probably doesn't doesn't understand the social political climate of uh, what he's saying or doing. And like, again, he has a very small head and a very big chin. So keep that in mind when talking to him. I have a feeling I would know the answer, but do you have to know what this language is? Hmm, well, let me take a look at that. Uh, so he, uh, he looks at the badge, um, and he, uh, kind of just examines the back of it, and he's like, hmm, yes. Yes! Yes! No, no, uh, yeah, I, sorry, uh, I don't, I don't know what this is. Um, and he hands it back to you, and he's like, oh, but you know who might? My friend, <laughs> Dr. Wilson. I know, I, I know someone. I know someone who might know. Do you know Dr. Wilson? Dr. Who? Dr. Wilson. No. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid would you I don't. like me to introduce you to Dr. Wilson? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, and he unfolds this uh, this towel before you to reveal uh, it is not actually a towel, but it was a neatly folded uh, children's like cloak. Kind of, it kind of has like like dragon pajamas energy, uh, like with like the hood goes mm-hmm. over like the kid's uh-huh. head. Um, but it's like cut in a way that makes it like this uh, cloak. Uh, it's only, it's really like a third. Uh, the length is like a third of this guy's body. Um, just because he's so uh, so tall and broad, um, and so he he just stands there with his like cloak that just looks tiny in his hands, and he just puts it on and uh, very carefully uh, tries to uh, close it around his neck, and it it like is very tight around his whole head. Um, but as soon as he does this, you notice something change completely. As soon as he uh, pulls over this hood uh, around his uh, his very small head, uh, in a way, it looks like his head kind of grows bigger and his chin grows smaller um and he just looks almost like a completely different person the face is still there but it just it changes complete shape and he just looks at you and it's like yes well what do you want do you know this language do not speak to me in such a casual tone you will not address dr wilson in this manner Is this like a like a Jekyll and Hyde type deal? State your name. <laughs> State your name, traveler. Abel Patton. 
Abel, pa Abel Patton, it is not nice to meet you. I am a god and a powerful, powerful dragon. That's that's my intro. Anyway, hi, Dr. Wilson. Um, and I know many things, but it will cost you. Cost me what? If you would like me to examine this artifact, it will cost you your life. Oh, oh, you are a ghost. Well, <laughs> all right. I'm I suppose. Quite oh, well, that's quite store behind that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't have time for it. I, I do not. Sorry, sorry. Don't have time. Too busy. Not too, too busy. I don't have time um, to tell Yeah, good. Um. Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll accept like a gold <laughs> piece or something. You know. Something nice. Uh, okay. And then I pull out two gold pieces. And I'm like, Ooh! Two gold pieces. Hey, we love to see it, frankly. Um, and he, he takes it. Um, and so uh, he's he's holding it. Um, and uh, he he looks at it. He's like, yes, let me examine. As the as the small human badge sits upon my mighty claw. Mm. Is it actually claw? No, it's his hand. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't say anything. He's asking. <laughs> the doc, the doctor is in, and the doctor has an answer. This badge huh? holds a strange inscription, and it is unfortunately an inscription that even a powerful ancient beast such as I does not recognize. But I can tell you for certain that it is not in any ancient script. This did not belong to any ancient culture or civilization. This is a very new, possibly not even a language that has been made yet. Oh? Yes, this script is not of this world, or what? it is not of the world that we know right now. What, you mean like it could be like from the future or something? Or like from a different planet? I mean, yeah, or, or something. Very or something. Uh, but yeah, it's not from modern day fantasy America or before that. It must must be from another world or maybe from fantasy America in the future! Oh, hey. Well, you know, actually, this is, uh, this is really good information. Yes. Uh, well, two you, gold doctor. pieces will get that for... Of course! Thank you. Thank you. Well, no, no. <laughs> not thank you. Curse you for awakening me from my slumber. Do you want another gold piece? Uh, sure. Yeah, that'd be... Give him another gold piece. Oh, Alright. Anyway, that's it for me, Dr. Wilson. I have a PhD, which stands for Pretty Humongous Dragon! And he, he just like starts laughing, um, and he he jumps for very briefly and starts flapping his his arms like wings. Uh, just kind of looks off into the sky, and it very clearly looks like he thinks he's flying through the air, but he's just kind of standing in one place, just flapping his arms, and he's like, Ha ha, yes! To the skies! Uh, and, yeah, so he, he's just kind of doing his own thing right now. Uh, so, yeah, that was Dr. Wilson. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh... Love yeah. that. <laughs> I just, like, take my badge, and I'm like, yeah, uh, cool, uh, cool, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bye. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so you you leave Doctor Wilson and the other person who we didn't get his name yet, but he does have one. Uh, you leave them be. Um, and uh, what do you what do you do next? Uh, 
So I go to the next person, you know? Betty, <laughs> uh, who is a very strong-looking buff... Sorry, a, 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 a very stronger-looking uh, buff woman with a large mustache adorned with small bells at the end of each curl. So, you walk over to this new figure. Uh, they have a perfectly round, smooth, bald head. Uh, they have just glistening muscles. They uh, aren't wearing a shirt. They are wearing, um, like, a... I guess... I guess shorts? <laughs> They're wearing jorts. Uh, they're wearing mm-hmm. jean shorts. Um, but no- nothing else, really. Uh, they have just the smoothest... <laughs> the smoothest muscles you've ever seen. They... Uh, not a hair on their body, it seems, uh, including the eyebrows, except uh, for... This, like, large, just beautiful mustache uh, on, on their face uh, that's adorned with these, like, uh, also, like, ornament-sized golden bells uh, at the curls of the mustache. Um, and they just look at you and, like, Hello there! What can I do you for? Hello, person. I was wondering if you would have me know anything about this sort of language here on the back of this fake plastic bag. Mm, okay, uh, well, let me take a look at it. Um, and they, yeah, they pick it up, um, and she's just like, Huh, well, hmm. You know what? This, it doesn't, I can't read it, sorry, and I don't know much about it, but I am part of a very special order, and this actually looks like the kind of scripts that we use. It's, you know, I can't really make anything out, but it, it does look like kind of a, uh, well, just, you know, don't go spreading this around, but kind of looks like a secret society type of thing. Mm-hmm. They're taking up on that sort of vibe. Yeah. So I think what I would guess is that maybe this badge isn't from, you know, a people as much as it is like a club or a society or a cult, perhaps, that wrote this, but... Yeah, it, it doesn't look like anything that gets used, like, normally. It, it looks very secretive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, would you like to ask me questions about my secret society? Yes, I would, actually. I would I like don't. to know, um, if, you know, if there's any way maybe I could join the secret society for a little bit to oh. understand. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. If this looks like something that your society would have written, then maybe this will help me out. Okay, bet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you see, she uh, reaches out uh, from her jorts and she pulls out a pamphlet. Um, it's like, yes, here you go. Uh, it's it's super cool. Uh, highly check it out. Um, and the uh, the Discord number uh, for the server it's on the back. So if you wanna you wanna check out our secret society, uh, highly recommended. Here you go. Um, I'll just you know I'll let you you know take this. If you have any questions, you can find me. I'm sure we'll meet each other in our in in these really you know cool adventure we're all about to embark on. Um, and you take the, um, you take the, uh, flyer and it's actually, uh, just a, uh, just a really cool, it's just a, uh, it's not a secret society at all. At all. It is just a queer support group, uh, Discord, um, that is, yeah, like, that's it. It's just like, uh, just like, just a cool place for people to hang out and like send memes and stuff like that. Um, you, uh, they take that and like, oh, not, I haven't introduced myself. Um, well. Damn, I can't introduce myself, I guess. It's kind of complicated, um, but uh, I've taken a vow to not take a name until um, I'm granted the proper form. For my, it's, it's, it's complicated. Oh, okay. Look, yeah, yeah. So, would, you, would you mind if I nicknamed you, though? 
Oh, I like I like bells. I like that. I was just gonna say stranger, but bells is really cool. So yeah, uh, bells is that's fine. That's fine for now. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have a name at some point. I'm just still working on it. So anyway, you know, I know you will. You know, I believe in you. Oh, thank you. Well, very you, pleasant conversation. Thank you. Well, you have a great day, um, and I I genuinely wish you good luck. Um, even though we are competing, I'm assuming, but you know, well, who knows? Yeah, I wish yeah. you luck too. Oh, thank you. Um, and so that is that NPC. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else? I sincerely hope that now once Abel's <laughs> like translated the card, it just ends up saying like "you're gay." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I already well, knew. That. Yeah. Here's the thing. So Abel can read it. She just doesn't recognize the language. Which is the weird ah. thing. So she recognizes that it says made in Zanskar, but she doesn't know how she can understand it, and she doesn't know what Zanskar is. You sure doesn't just say you're gay? I mean, or it could say she's gay. Okay. You know, maybe if you turn it upside down, there it is. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So, the last person uh, that you see who isn't with a huge army or whatever is Bigfoot. And I will say, uh, because we've 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 done a really good idea of good job of introducing all the new characters, I'll say um, we probably won't roleplay talking to all the armies and stuff like that, because there's a ton of people here. Uh, but the last solo person here is Bigfoot. Uh, so you can talk to them if you'd like. Absolutely. I go up to Bigfoot. Hey, Bigfoot! Oh, hey, dude! Hey, what's up? Yeah. What's do you up? remember me? Yeah, of course. Yeah, dude, of course I remember you. What's up? How you been? I've I saw been you doing, yesterday. I've, I've been doing, uh, well, well, I've been doing. Oh, you want to talk about it? Oh, uh, well, there's not really much to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, you know, sure. I don't know much about it, so. Yeah, I've been going around school. asking the same question, so uh, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to ask okay. you that same question. Uh, er, well, yeah. Yeah, and then I pull out the, the I pull out the bag and I'm like, well, first off, this is plastic. Uh, okay, cool. Good second of all, uh, do you understand the language on the back of this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, here, let me let me take a look at this. Um, and you see they they take the badge and they're just looking at it and they're like, huh. Hmm. You know what? Yeah, no, I don't recognize this at all. Um, I, I look. I'll I'll tell you this. I'm immortal. I've been here for a real long time. Um. Trying to think of anything that would be helpful for me. You know, I was... You know, I, like, I'm the only, like, Sasquatch, you know? So, mm. yes, I'm the, I'm the only one... I'm the only Sasquatch, and, you know, I do actually have memories of some languages that are lost. Because I've been here for a hot mm. minute. Um, so, I actually... I'm very familiar with, uh, you know, languages and cultures and stuff that used to be on the very grounds that we stand on before, you know, being wiped out uh, by presumably, you know, people that you're probably related to. Um, you know, hey, you know, it's not your fault. I'm just, you know, raising awareness. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, you I know... Mean, I, yeah, I, I'm going to be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what ethnicity I was when I was born. But now I qualify yeah, yeah. as green. That's fair. Uh, and also, you know, 
we can always leave that unless it's important to the characters we can always leave that up to the fan artists uh to figure out uh <laughs> how they want to draw and see uh us as, as us as people and characters and how uh it relates to them but anyway um you know kind of the cool thing about an audio medium but anyway um and also bigfoot said all that in canon you have no idea what they're talking about um and they're just like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um, and they're just like mm-hmm. so um well I understand. From, I'm, I'm yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. from what i can tell i'm just gonna say it doesn't look like it's a forgotten language it doesn't i mean i i know in real life you know you've heard this before it doesn't look ancient um but i will i'm just gonna confirm it's definitely not ancient because I definitely would have recognized it. Like it is not before me and I'm before, you know, most things been around the block for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I would guess again, another world maybe, or, you know, maybe just, I mean, maybe it is in use now. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not really great at picking up on new things is maybe it's some, maybe it's like a TikTok thing. Um, is this on TikTok? Is this what that is? Oh, I don't know. I'm still with TikTok. Oh, yeah. I mean, me too. I mean, I'm still on there sometimes, but, like, I'm not, not a lot. Is this... Do you, do you think... Do you think... Is this, like, a... Can I scan this with my phone? And will it, like, bring me to something? You think that's oh. what this is? Oh, you know, actually, that might be a good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... Yeah, go ahead. Try. Try. Okay, okay. Um, you see, they, they pull out just a fucking cell phone, um, <laughs> and they uh, they just go to scan it, uh, like a barcode or a QR code, um, and when they, when they um, hover over it with the QR code, it does actually, very briefly, like, pull up a link, and they're like, yo, yo, uh, and they click it, um, and they just get to a tab with a whole bunch of, like, random numbers and uh, letters and stuff like that, and like, oh, well, wait a second. If I copy this and if I put it into a Google search bar and I enter it uh, and somehow, for some reason, it just brings up the Google image tab for feet. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, no, it's just feet pics. Uh, So, I mean, do you think it says feet pics? Do you think that's what it is? Oh, uh, uh, you know, I doubt it. Well, because whatever this language is it's super also the qr code link for google image tab for feet pics <laughs> so you know okay. whatever else it also means it's definitely that oh okay you know what actually uh, you know i you. yeah yeah okay i'm gonna let you in on a little secret Ooh, okay i actually do understand the language <gasps> Ooh, it says it says made in nascar nascar I, yeah NASCAR. That's really, I mean, that's something else. The NASCAR, only race. Huh? <laughs> Man, well, you know, you are here for the great competition, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a clue. You think so? I think so. If it says made in NASCAR. Oh, maybe. Man. I don't know. I've had this badge for a while. Yeah. Well. Um. Do you not know anything about NASCAR? I mean, oh, no, I know a ton about NASCAR. Are you kidding? I love NASCAR. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah, there's a... Um, fuck. There's a racer <laughs> in it who is named, like, Earl something. I know his number is three. Dale Earnhardt? Is that it? Dale Earnhardt? Is that, is that the guy? Oh, I yeah, I'm a big, big fan of him. 
I think, unless he's problematic, then please tell me. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm about. Dale Earnhardt, Rip, died doing what he loved, I think. Died in an accident. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. Uh, 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 mm, that's your one I make it to the episode. <laughs> Stop rolling. Stop. Stop the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dale Earnhardt, the number three. That's all I know. Uh, or I mean, Dale that's Earnhardt one of the many things I know. Yeah. All right. Dale well, Earnhardt. I'll keep. Super cool. I'll keep those two things in mind. You know. Honestly, yeah. thank you so much. Of course, of course, of course. Um, and then you see Bigfoot um does like a a NASCAR thing. But I'm not sure what that is. But if there's like some symbol with a hand <laughs> or like a little thing that you do when when you're like a, a NASCAR greeting, um, they do that for you. So yeah, NASCAR. I get. I guess I have to do research on NASCAR now that I've decided to make it an important character's fa- a facet of an important character's personality. But you know, that that's the cross that I'm willing to bear. <laughs> Uh, so those are all the NPCs and I think with that does anyone else really quick want to do anything I'm good okay Uh, so I'm going to say Abel you head back to the rest of the group Um, and everyone's just kind of sitting and chilling maybe drinking some waters or something you know staying (laughs) hydrated Uh, oh no actually um, (laughs) Siltar is sitting there um, and he is making hot chocolate for everyone Uh, he doesn't have uh, his usual hot chocolate machine uh, but he does he is getting hella crafty he has like a can of beans on him at all times that he just emptied out he's using that can uh, to uh, cook um uh, to cook like cocoa beans and stuff like that uh, in some in in his in his water. He's he's very good at uh, cowboy uh, culinary crafts, obviously. Um, and he's just kind of uh, making his thing. Um, and so like uh, yeah, so he's working on the hot chocolate. And he's like almost got it, you guys. Just g- give me a couple more seconds. It's, it's gonna be real sick. Tr- trust me. Um, and y'all are like yeah smells really good um because not like he has sugar on him or anything suddenly you are all interrupted by the sounds of a large and sweeping band that begins to play filling the air with strong and empowering move music you have no idea where this sound is coming from as there are as, as there is no band in sight but it is certainly coming from somewhere a large green fog emits from the center of the amphitheater as the spirit of the forest goddess freya astrally emerges from the great tree and the squirrel folk guards spin their pole arms and strike the base in unison creating a large booming sound that gets everyone's attention even those who cannot see the people gathered here go completely silent the spirit emerges and you see her projected in a translucent green hologram She is a gigantic cat, standing before you with a pair of large rectangular frames, several piercings on and around her nose and ears, and an oversized Decemberist concert t-shirt semi-cloaked underneath a a gigantic flannel overshirt. Freya, the goddess of the forest, announces the presence and the beginning of the great trial. As she says, Hey guys! Oh my god! What's up? Dude, hey! Hey! What's up? It's been like 500 or 1,000 years or whatever. So, 
That's pretty cool. What's up? Hey. Come on, say something. Come on. It's a collaborative thing. It's supposed to be fun. It's competition. Mm -hmm. What's up? Is she talking to us specifically? talking to everybody you just like no clap like really slow not knowing yes what do. that is what's up that is what's up that person super cool thank you uh anyway howdy i guess no that doesn't sound right i'm just gonna say hey uh this is a portland crowd not a not an austin crowd um anyway um so i'm just just gonna say hey uh again um welcome to uh the great competition uh that happens every 500 or a thousand years um we who's ready to save humanity let's start there that's pretty cool right and also like all the other anities you know save the people of the world not just humans yeah can we just yeah. do little hollers from the corner yeah. you see the human tribe goes crazy at that everyone else is just kind of chill and like yeah no i'm sorry I'll, I'll work on that i'll get it next time um, anyway, uh, let me just go over what is going to happen. So, once every, again, 500,000 years, not trying to make a bunch of, I'm not trying to get a ton of mileage out of that so, sort of a joke, but, you know, once every amount of time, um, the forests of Oregon send out seven plagues of man in the form of great monsters to destroy humanity and take vengeance on the humans for the treatment of the forest and planet. Uh, while, um, well, I don't really, you know, I don't blame the woods exactly, because that seems actually kind of justifiable a little bit. Uh, it is still true that if, you know, they destroy y'all and they destroy the whole world, I'll probably be destroyed too. So I decided instead of just letting seven terrible monsters kill everybody what if i made a competition out of it and that's kind of the vibe that we're going for just kind of a mutual agreement uh basically there's going to be two trials to this competition uh and the first trial is going to be to defeat the seven monsters um and there's they're, they're gonna show up and here in a little bit uh but i just gotta say there's no way to know where they will definitely be they'll definitely be you know in the area in oregon uh but they won't you know there's no there's no telling uh where they'll actually all end up so no 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 asking for hints i don't give those out that's unfair um but basically there's these seven monsters that are going to show up and kind of uh begin their wrath so what i figure right is i put a point limit on, or a point amount, I guess, on each monster, right? So each monster is worth 10 points in this competition. And whoever gets the most points at the end of trial one will win trial one. And that's pretty pretty self-explanatory. Um, so basically, you just got to kill the most monsters. And before we get further, no, it's not about oh, well, I did most of the work and they showed up and they stole all the credit because that's allowed. It's about who gets the killing blow. So keep that in mind. If if somebody, you know, kills your monster as you're about to kill it, don't complain because I don't want to hear it. And they won. They got it. So keep that in mind. Um, anyway, um, the only rule to this competition... Uh, well, actually, no, I already said it. It's that. That's the only rule. Oh, uh, but the second rule 
I just thought of another one. So, so this is the only rule because this is a different one than the one I said. Because um, I just thought of it. Um, don't like, don't, don't bitch if your friends die. Cause like, it's not, it's just annoying. And I don't really, it's not my thing. You know, like a lot of people die in the competition. And like, if you're like, you killed my friend, I didn't do it. You decided to join. I didn't create the monsters. I'm just like facilitating them. So, you know, just don't bitch about it. If it doesn't go your way. Sorry. If, if, if you're worried about dying, you should like do something else, you know? Go to Portland, it's cool. So, you know, just do that. Hang out at, like, the bookstore or whatever. Anyway, um, let's see. Let me think if there's anything. Oh, yeah. The second trial, um, I actually haven't decided what it's going to be yet. Um, but depending on how the first trial goes, like, maybe that'll decide it. But also, like, if I feel like it didn't go for long enough, um, then, you know, we'll do, like, another one. Just kind of, kind of like, another round of stuff. And I, th- I think that'll be cool. I don't know. It depends what it is. If, it, you know, if y'all all hate it, then, like, you know, maybe we'll do something else. I don't know. I'm just trying to be, you know, best, like, competition host that I can be. So, anyway, um, that's what we're going to do. Uh, that's what we're trying to figure out. So, um, you know, that's, I guess that's, that's it for me. Um, but suddenly, suddenly she's interrupted. Uh, the goddess of the forest, um... She's interrupted by the forest itself, because the grounds around you begin to shake and the earth begins to rupture, and seven great beams of red light erupt from the ground through the air, uh, all around you. Everyone is shaking, everyone's moving, it's like a semi-powerful earthquake all around you, as everyone just kind of falls down to the, to the ground, um, except um, the uh, gorgeous Victorian person they all met earlier, who is standing completely still and perfect, as always. Um, but these uh, these uh, powerful beams of light uh, strike down. Heavily in seemingly random places, uh, random locations, um, and uh, suddenly the rumbling stops and suddenly everything begins to calm down a little bit as those huge red lights just kind of like shot uh, through the air and back into the ground around Oregon. And Freya's just like, oh, 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 shit. Well, happy hunting, I guess. That's the monsters. So, um, you know, bye. And then she just kind of fades away uh, into like green smoke. Um, and the squirrel folk uh, that were all protecting the amphitheater just begin their sprint up the tree. Uh, and each group and tribe begins to run in different directions, uh, like an excited youth group on a scavenger hunt. And you realize that the Oregon trials have begun.
also, I finally got to do the RPG, like, podcast trope of ending an episode with the word fuck. Really proud of that. <laughs> Where, like, a character Hell realizes yeah. something, and they're just like, fuck, and then the end theme Thank kicks you. in. It happens, and yeah. I've, I have not listened to an RPG podcast where that didn't happen at some point, like, midway through, where they get really into the improv, you know? Like, it's happened yeah. in two, at least two arcs of the Adventure Zone, it's happened in not another D&D podcast, it's happened in a motherfucking... Root Tales of uh, Magic? Root Tales of Magic, for sure. Um, I'm just, I'm real happy that it happened organically, too. It wasn't, I didn't say, hey, say fuck, say fuck! No. <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was good. So so now now we're basically now we're basically the adventures on, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Serialization. Oh. Here it comes. 